Everybody knows the good guys lost Everybody knows the fight was fixed The poor stay poor, the rich get rich That's how it goes Everybody knows Everybody knows that Alright, welcome, welcome one and all to the... Uh, 31 days of Halloween episode dropping here in mid-November. Yep. Uh, just in time for Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's a Thanksgiving tradition. <laughs> um, I think the first time we did a 31 days of Halloween, it was like four months before the yeah, episode it actually dropped. Was. Uh, it was our second episode? Yeah, second or third, yeah. yeah. Uh, we were but pups. Ah. Uh. Uh, playing us in tonight, uh, Leonard Cohen, everybody knows, uh, which has nothing to do with horror. Uh, but has a lot to do with the fact that I podcast uh, going back to yeah. Pump Up the Volume with Christian Slater, <laughs> which is a fucking killer film, and where I first heard Leonard Cohen in this exact song. So, um, uh, as everyone knows, we lost uh, Leonard Cohen, uh, which is very sad. But um, I believe he went out on terms that he was good with. Yeah. Uh, I remember about a week before he died reading an interview with him where he said... Uh, uh, paraphrasing, uh, look, I I lived uh, my life. I, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, to go. Yeah, that's pretty fucking. Uh, where's my pop screen? <laughs> uh, that's pretty fucking uh, uh, epic. Yeah, you know. Um, well, because he had a really good run. I mean, he was mid '80s. Yeah, 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 and just released a new album that's very good. Yeah, uh, called "You Wanted It Dark," I believe, but um. More on him as I'm uh, uh, now taking this tragedy as a way to promote uh, the return of Radio Lono. Oh, nice. Uh, which will hopefully be coming later this week. I'm going to be doing a solo episode devoted to Leonard Cohen. So if you're a fan of his music or just want to get into it and don't really know much about him, it'll be a good good chance. I'm going to pick maybe eight or ten tracks Very cool. uh, to play. And then um, there's one other one that I don't really want to announce yet that is... Uh, being prepared hmm. uh but yeah the sporadic return of radio Lono. it won't be <laughs> weekly probably won't be bi-weekly but uh i've gotten a few messages yeah. since the last one saying like hey i really dug that you know so yeah uh yeah so look forward uh in the, in the next few days hopefully to a um leonard cohen tribute episode of uh, radio Lono. um so we, we won't talk that much about him on a horror podcast <laughs> right uh, we also lost Zachary. I can't remember if we <clears throat> spoke about this on the last episode or I not. I think we did. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we will do a, a grandstanding tribute to him on our next actual episode, which will be uh, the episode after next. Hmm. Um, next week, you get to look forward to uh, Aaron uh, coming back on the show, and we're going to tackle <laughs> the Elm Street legacy. Aaron is coming back. It'll be the first time <laughs> you get to hear him. <laughs> yeah. The fabled lost episode. <laughs> yeah, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That Hopefully was... he doesn't fuck it up this time too. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened that night. Yeah, my um, little purple monster just decided to stop working. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Take that however you like. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, this is the thirty-one days of Halloween. Um, something that Ian and I look forward to every year. Um. 31 days of Halloween to uh, most people. Uh, business as usual, as I like to call it. There it is. Um, and I believe we both tried to mix it up a bit. 
Yeah, I definitely made an effort to try some of this homemade popcorn. Um, I definitely try. I made an effort. I mean, there are some that I watch every year right. in my list, but I definitely made an effort to either watch movies that I hadn't seen before or movies that I hadn't seen in a very long time. If popcorn takes me back to being a kid. Yeah, it's good stuff. Big time. Yeah. That's what my dad used to and make And a popcorn. big skillet with oil and like two sticks of butter. Yeah. Yeah. It's good yeah. stuff. Wow. Now, my dad had this big um, kettle. Yeah. Well, not kettle. It, it was made for popping corn. Nice. But it was like um, know, cast iron or something. Yeah. And it was just disgusting. Yeah. Of decades of use. Well seasoned. Oh, very yeah. well seasoned. <laughs> um, yeah, that totally takes me back to that. Wow. It's pretty great. I mean, you guys are going to hear a lot of popcorn crunching in this episode. You'll be picking that shit out of your teeth for the next week, <laughs> but totally worth it. So, we had a bit of a hiatus. Sorry about that. It was all my fault. Yeah, hey, well. Don't give Ian any of the hate. Shit happens. <clears throat> Aaron and um, Stephen, who are the two people that listen to the <laughs> Well, show. Robbie. But he, he'll hear it Sometimes late I anyway. Wonder. Yeah. Um, oh but yeah. God, I can't stop. <laughs> it's good stuff. All right. So. Hmm. <laughs> mm. 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 I told you it was good. It is really good. <laughs> uh, do we want to smoke before? Let's go to a song. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to a song so I can eat this half-gallon bag of popcorn. (laughs) Guys, I'm just going to post a screen cap of my list on a Facebook page. Just check it out there. Uh, Uh, Yeah, we can smoke. (laughs) This is uh, Cantaloupe Lemon. Okay. Kush, I believe. Okay. Oh, it's a fresh batch, too. Boys, buckle up, Flash. And then there's Sad Roscoe. He's a boss hog's funeral. I'm just gonna miss him so much. Uh, Thanks, Robbie. Yeah. Um, still got these big water bugs down here for you to eat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, once we get the uh, YouTube channel up shipped and running. In, shipped in from Alaska. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> where uh, Alaska, where cr- crickets and water scorpions are known to dwell. That's true. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I mean, it's like if you want good Chinese, go to Bedford. Right. You know? <laughs> uh, I had a plan today for uh, Panda. Oh, yeah. And I just fucked it all up. <laughs> I decided I was going to. We'll get to the movies in a second, guys. Right, <laughs> we got important a, shit to talk about. Weeks. I went to bed this morning. Um, my day being, for t- t- today, being planned uh, in this way. Wake up, grab a shower. Go to Panda. Mm, sorry. Go to Panda. Maybe I should start using it. You won't be able to see me. That's fine. Uh, 
Wow. <laughs> um, go to Panda and come back in time to start uh, WWE's Survivor <laughs> Series. I'm not. Uh, I'm not back into wrestling uh, per se. But as a child, it was a pretty big deal for me. So yeah. every now and then I dip back in. And um, um, Ben gave me his login for the uh, WWE Network. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I'll occasionally get high uh, late at night and watch like old 80s wrestling specials and stuff. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. So I did that the other night and they kept promoting the Survivor Series was this weekend. And I was like, you know what? I can't remember the last like wrestling pay-per-view that I saw. So I'm going to fucking wake up, take a shower, get high, get some Panda, and enjoy wrestling. Yeah. And enjoy Survivor Series. And uh, I woke up about 10 minutes before the pay-per-view started. <laughs> <laughs> so I heated up pizza from the other night. It still worked out for yeah, me. That's fine. You know, have you ever gone to sleep thinking like with some weird craving where you're like, tomorrow I'm doing that? Oh, yeah. Oh, God damn. Tomorrow I'm, I'm doing Chipotle for dinner. Yeah. And then when it doesn't happen, you're just kind of like, fuck. <laughs> what am I doing with my I'm life? I'm so looking forward to beef and broccoli <laughs> while watching uh, uh, yeah. Broccoli Lesnar uh, <laughs> fight Beefberg. Yeah. Um, it was an interesting pay-per-view. I mean, yeah. it wasn't enough, I don't think, to get me like locked back in. Right. <clears throat> Occasionally, uh, Ben and Will, uh, two of our friends who, who still like watch wrestling very often, um, will like clue me into a new character. They're like, you might like this right. guy, like that dude Bray Wyatt, who everyone thought I was dressed as. <laughs> really? <laughs> like they totally disregarded the fucking tomahawk I had strapped to my hip. And they're like, oh, you got a white animal mask and a beard. So you're Bray, Bray Wyatt, right? I'm like, fucking. Well, that shows no. how much of these people know because Bray Wyatt doesn't wear the animal mask. Oh, there you go. Is one of his family, the Wyatt family. Ah. Of which Randy Orton is a part of. We can talk about that on the next uh, <laughs> WWE Belong Dead. <laughs> Will we belong dead? Where's the cue? The Undertaker theme. Uh, if I was better at this, anyway, it was a nice little you know. I mean, you know, I enjoyed it. I hadn't watched it in a long time, and uh, the feet of the women wrestlers they have now are pretty fucking spectacular. Yeah. Uh, they had like a really big, uh, by big match, I mean like there were like five, uh, like 10 of them involved. Right. All of them very talented. I mean, I remember yeah. when I when I watched it, there were like three female wrestlers. One of them was in her 60s. Right. And the other two, I mean like none of them were good. <laughs> you know? The only ones I remember from <clears throat> my brief stint as a like hardcore wrestling fan Sable. was China. China. Well, okay, four. China, Sable, Trish Stratus. Stratus. Who, Trish Trashish? Who, goddamn. Um, and Stacey Keebler. Yeah, Stacey Keebler. Mm, yeah. Legs. Um, yeah, but these chicks are badass, man. There's yeah. this chick called Sasha Banks. Yep. <laughs> yep. Future former Mr. Banks right here. I'll be taking her last <laughs> that's name. That's fine. Because yeah. that's how it's going to happen. Uh, yeah, dirty, dirty thoughts about her. Moving on. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but I don't have anything else to say about that, man. What do you, what do you want to do? It was fun, like, going back and watching. Like, I kind of got that, that like, uh, I mean, of course I was high. I didn't wake up too late to get high. Of that course That never happens. No. <laughs> um, That's a shame you didn't have the popcorn then. It is a shame. Yeah. 
Um, oh, you should have seen how excited I was. I should just life life cast. Because uh, uh, like 30 minutes in was when I remembered that I had pizza nice. in the fridge. And it was, I guarantee it was literally like audibly happy. like Lots of hand flapping. Yeah, yeah, like baby arms. Yeah. As uh, Ben has t- patented his <laughs> right. sighted baby arms. Um, He's got the baby arms and then Ben face. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was fun. I like, I got, 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 I didn't know anyone. Right. Really. I mean, there's a few. You were like, aware quote of. Quote unquote old timers and oh, a few okay. that I was aware of. Um, but it was still kind of a thrill to be like, ah, it's fucking pay-per-view. Like, this is a big deal. Yeah. To this world. You know, or <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, you can hear more about that on We Belong Dead. <laughs> I, sh- I should do a few like one-offs. That yeah. Just like, uh, p- podcasts. About um, dead wrestlers. Okay. WWE Belong Dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. No. You get Steven on, we get Will on, we get Ben on. Yeah. We get Walt. We can, I mean, really, everybody we know yeah. knows a little bit about wrestling, sure. if not a lot. All right. 15 minutes in, I think we can stop talking about uh, Survivor Series. Oh, I am shit. looking forward to Thanksgiving. Yeah. S- specifically, I am looking forward to... About 2 a.m. Hmm. Friday morning after Thanksgiving when I get high and heat up all the leftovers mm. and watch horror movies. Yeah. That might be my favorite, like, <laughs> three hours of my life every year. It's yeah. so great. Yeah. It's cold outside. I got a little heater going on in the room. Uh-huh. I got my robe on. Comfy. Thanksgiving feast is, like... 80 times better, reheated, baked, yeah. got like a really uh, comfortable horror movie on, like an Evil Dead 2. Sure, yeah, and, yeah. Um, um, typically, it'll be like going through the cheap uh, Black Friday Blu-rays that I picked up. Right. I yeah. love it. I love it. It's a good time. I need a roommate, guys. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, still have an opening. <clears throat> Uh, Joe kind of became inadvertently the Grinch that stole Christmas uh, <laughs> around here because he decided to move out at the end of November. Right. Meaning in like a week I have to pay the full rent. Right. Which most of that paycheck was going to be for Christmas gifts. Yeah, well. I told Will and any of our friends that listen to this, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm going to get everybody something, but right. it's not going to be like, your hopes were dashed a little bit. I mean, yeah. I I typically think that I do a pretty good job yeah. at Christmas. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, and this year, <laughs> I'm not as confident. <laughs> Probably a lot of Funko Pops. <laughs> like, yeah, well, you know. You know, so sorry, guys. I'm going to do what I can, but uh, but yeah. I wonder if you and I should exchange gifts on the show. Like, still go to, you know, the, the, get, right. the get-together and exchange with everybody else. But if, would it be worth... I mean, is that something that people want to hear? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we'll at least keep a list of what we gave each other so we can talk about it on the show. I will immediately forget. Yeah. Well, I mean, you typically throw my gifts away. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Oh, Have you read true. any of the uh, either graphic novels I got you last yeah. year? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. You got me two? No, I guess I just gave you one. The Rasputin one? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Look who remembers. <laughs> 
I think they're they're up to like trade four. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I need to. Uh, I need to get on. It does look good. I don't know why I haven't. Anyway, thirty-one days of Halloween. Yeah. Um, I, as usual, I've got a couple of double features mm. on days. I don't think I have any triple features, although this list <clears throat> does not reflect everything that I watched sure. in October. Sure. I, um, left out a lot of the normal shit that, you, right. you know, the Halloween franchise and, you know, shit like that. I, you know, yeah. Everybody knows that. Uh, so how, who, who, me or you, what's up? Day one. Uh, go for it. I watched... I kicked off my October with a double feature of uh, Plan 9 from Outer Space. Okay. And Tim Burton's Ed Wood. Nice. Uh, And obviously they go well together. That's a good Um, way to start the month. Yeah. It's a really fun, um, optimistic, like (laughs) uplifting way to start start the month, I think. Yeah. Uh, The movie Ed Wood, um, more than any other movie – really makes me want to get back into doing short films and shit. Yeah. Like, it really inspires me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Got the whole DIY aesthetic. And, yeah, yeah, and just the blind optimism that Johnny Depp, <laughs> right. get, Johnny Depp gives the character of Ed Wood. Yeah. Of, you know, he's on the payphone. He's like, oh, so what did you think of the last film? Ah, worst thing you ever saw. Well, my next one will be better. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, like, come yeah, on, yeah. man. That's so wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's nice following Plan Nine, the actual movie, up with that. I gotta say, I gotta say, much like Manos, the Handsome Fate, <laughs> the more I we 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 watch, rewatch Plan Nine, right? It is not a terrible, terrible <laughs> film. There's far right. worse out there. Sure. Um. Yeah. So, I I don't know if we really need to go into detail about what a lot of these movies are about. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you know, you probably from outer space and you know, Ed Wood, right? Uh, I'm fascinated with Ed Wood's story as, yeah. as like any kind of uh, biography or, um, documentary or anything that I can get sure. my hands on. I try to get, he's such a, um, wonderful character and a really, uh, depressing end to, yeah. to his life that we won't get into. But, uh, yeah, so that was my, my day one. That was October 1st. For yeah, me. Uh, I also started light. Um, uh, second day. <laughs> son of a bitch. I, uh, <laughs> um, I started light as well. Um, the craft. Oh, yeah. Ever since uh, you introduced me to this movie, oh. I've tried. I mean, it's been two Halloweens since mm-hmm. then. But I think along with one or two other movies that we'll talk about later, um, this is one that I'm going to watch every year. Okay. Uh, Murder Party. Oh, God. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. Uh, so much fun. Just <laughs> fucking ridiculous. <laughs> what do you mean ridiculous? Uh, poor Macon in that movie. Goddamn. Poor everyone. Well, yeah, poor everybody. Movie. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that movie a lot, man. Uh, Jeremy Saunier, who uh, directed that with, um, I believe they're called Lab of Madness. Mm. Is there, um, you know, like we were... When we make short films, it's Church of the Holy Weirdo right. or Airport Road. Or like Astron 6. Yeah, Astron yeah. 6. Um, yeah, there's a Lab of Madness. And on the Murder Party Marty Party <laughs> <laughs> on the Murder Party DVD, there's a really wonderful documentary about them. Yeah. Um, that is another one of those things that I watch it, and I'm like, God damn, i got to call everybody. we got to do something. <laughs> right. Let's put on a show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jeremy Saulnier uh, has 
gone on to do uh, amazingly uh, accepted. <laughs> that's a terrible way to put it. <laughs> uh, I mean, well critics, received. critics, and um, fans have not been disappointed by no. what he has done, and everything has been very much not in the murder party vein. No, uh, no. Blue Ruin is uh, beautiful and bare and tragic and mm-hmm. uh, Macon stars in it. Yeah. Um, uh, he and Jeremy show like a 180. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, of talent in that, in that film from murder party. And then, uh, the green room, uh, yeah. With uh, Sir Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Uh, which was, have you seen that yet? We'll talk about it later. Oh, so you have. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, okay. We'll get to that later. Then. Yeah. That's a good one to start with. Yeah. Um, Anyone that hasn't seen it should check it out. You can get it cheap on uh, Amazon, I'm sure, on DVD. Yeah, I think um, I got it for like ten bucks. Yeah, unfortunately, no Blu-ray, <clears throat> uh, and I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. Yeah, um, but I, it's a fun. Um, I would say, oh, oh, I, oh, I would say horror comedy. <laughs> yeah, over comedy horror. Um, sure, but, sure, but only slightly. Yeah, it's pretty pretty even. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just love so many like the little like what the fuck like jokes like why is this cat named Sir Lancelot? <laughs> <laughs> Sir Lancelot, get, get out of the chair! <laughs> Please move. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the goddamn cardboard knight suit yeah, that he the, makes, the brown yeah. knight. Oh, yeah, which uh, our friend Ben did for Halloween one year. Oh, <laughs> did he? Yeah, nice. it looked great. Yeah. Um. Uh, on the second day of <laughs> Halloween. Yeah, that'll we'll do that a few times. My I'm pretty sure. Player showed to me. Um, Monster Vision, The Howling Seven. <gasps> oh Jesus! Uh, yeah, I watched. Uh, it's on YouTube. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, the entire episode of Monster Vision for Howling Howling Seven. There's quite a few of those. Uh, yeah. Thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> holy fuck. Um. <laughs> I I put this up against the room any day. <laughs> yeah. It is batshit bat insane. Yeah. Um, and thank God Joe Bob is there to break up the uh, inanity. Right. Um, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> it was the, like... <laughs> Dream project of a guy who wrote, produced, directed, starred, and he's like this Australian dude with a crazy mullet and cowboy gear. Yeah, uh, yeah, he is. Wow, and there's, it's like a, it's a, a sort of a musical. Yeah, yeah. Uh, watch it, please, yeah. please. I, I beg of you. <laughs> if you can't say anything else about this movie, you can't say that you should watch it. Yes, it's worth watching. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, I want. I kind of want to see this guy and Tommy Wiseau do something together. Have you seen the trailer for Wiseau's new movie? No. Yeah. The hallway. <laughs> the foyer. Um, okay. Too much. You get fancy. Yeah. The um, foyer. Philistine. Uncultured uh, swine. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but I mean, it's clearly got a bigger budget. Like it looks like. As far as the cinematography is concerned, it looks like a real movie. Huh. Um, oh, is it called Don't Breathe? <laughs> no. no oh, it's, okay. That's not a trailer for that. But it's got uh, the other guy from the room. Uh, 
I don't I don't know. I, I I don't even know how to explain it from what I've seen. <laughs> it looks like a like a thriller <laughs> drama like the room. with maybe a little bit of horror thrown in maybe. Like it looked like from what I could see in the trailer, it looked like we saw trying to make Mulholland Drive. Okay. Yeah. But he plays like uh, uh, a mortician. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is it a phantasm? <laughs> <laughs> phantasm six. Oh, we hello, saw- <laughs> boy. <laughs> oh, God. Um. Yeah, uh, years ago, as a misguided publicity stunt that meant nothing, and I don't, I'm not even sure why I did it, I um, put um, burned copies of the room, uh, DVD copies, mm-hmm. uh, in cardboard sleeves, uh, unmarked, yeah, in uh, ten strategic locations around Lynchburg, <laughs> yeah, and uh, always wondered what happened. Somebody <laughs> found them, sure. And somebody went home and put them in their DVD player. You should have, like, set up an email address. I did. Oh, yeah? And the only thing on the, uh, this is, like, the little s- slip sleeves, you know, cardboard. Right. And the only thing I put on it was, um, like, our uh, our Weirdo Church email or whatever. Right. And no one ever, <laughs> I never got an email. I was hoping to. At least, like, an angry email. Like, why the fuck did you make me <laughs> <Right>. watch this? <laughs> um... October 3rd. Oh, wait. I didn't do my second one. What are you waiting for? Uh, my second one, I count this. Uh, we watched it together. I count this. And I absolutely adored it. Uh, Hell Baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That movie <laughs> was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, they're spooky. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that movie deserves way more love than it gets. God damn. Um, and I think it's for a lack of knowing about <clears> it. <throat> Uh, you know, I just happened to hear about it on like Doug Loves Movies, right? Like Paul Shear or somebody was a guest on there, and they were talking about this comedy horror they did called Hell Baby, and I just kept looking out for it, and finally, yeah. I picked it up. Uh, hmm. I picked it up at Best Buy. Like I yeah. didn't have to order it. I was oh, kind of uh, surprised. Well, I'm really high, so we'll see. We'll I see. guess. <laughs> uh, such and a good we do. You know what? You want to pause the podcast and go get a couple. Oh, boys? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's all I could think about during those scenes because, A, I was already pretty high. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I would murder someone for a good po' boy right now. <laughs> yeah. Have you tried Sheets po' boys? No. I don't know if they're any good, but I know they offer them. I, I tend to not trust gas station seafood. Really? Yeah. Go on. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, a couple nights ago, I got super high and really, really, really was like into a salad. Yeah. So you got a sheet salad? No, it was like 2 a.m. And I was like, I don't really want a sheet salad. I kind of want yeah. a, So I went to Kroger and bought like everything to make salad. Oh, wow. It was great. It was the best salad ever. <laughs> no meat. Wow. I mean, bacon bits, but. Yeah, well. You know, I don't need. Can't have a salad without fried pork products. It's true. Um,. But yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily need meat in the salad. Nah, <laughs> I'm not again it. I'm not again it. <clears throat> uh, October third, I did a Doctor Five twofer. Nice. Yeah. So what'd you watch? Um, <laughs> Sweeney Todd. 
and uh, the Edward season two finale of Little House on the Prairie. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, so yeah, I just dressed like Doctor Fibes while I watched. Them. Right, that's what I meant. Did you have a I hole in the back of your neck that you pour champagne into? Yep, nice. I rose <laughs> from my clamshell timed bed. <laughs> uh, reminded Volnavia that Nyan killed uh, my wife and that Nyan would die. Right, makes sense. Uh, cranked up the clockwork band and watched the season 2 finale of Little House on the Prairie as Anton Five. Did you do like a 10 minute ballroom dancing uh, scene? I did. Okay. I did, Good. of course. Yeah. Good. Yep. Mhm. <laughs> Show enough. Uh no, I just I mean we talk about them on here all the time. Yeah. The uh, the abominable Dr. Fives and uh Dr. Fives rises again. They're fantastic. They're yeah. Vincent Price. Yeah. Love that Mr. Phoebes. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> okay, so All right, okay. All my right. third movie, you're gonna give me shit for my third movie. Oh, is an interview with a vampire? No, your favorite vampire movie? Uh, no, it's Lost Boys. Um, Thou shalt not fall. It's a movie that you've given me shit for liking, and Thou shalt <laughs> and after watching it recently, cry, I kind of get cry. I kind of get why you gave me shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, Ginger Snaps. Oh, okay. Not as good as I remembered from the first time. Call me a misogynist if you must. Yeah. And this is also. I'm, gonna, I will. I'm sure this will come out in the Ghostbusters special that we're doing. <sighs> oh, yeah. By the way, the next episode is probably going to be the Ghostbusters special. Yeah. Um, You've never heard me angry, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. We both. You're about we, to. We, we both finally watched uh, the Ghostbusters remake and. Uh, we kept notes throughout, so we're going to do a um, uh, special report for you guys on it. But, um, yeah, I just – and I'm sorry. Like, it's not, like, something that I'm proud of. <laughs> right. But if a movie – and I'm not against it. Sure. Uh, existing, but, like – and it's not – it's not um, – um, 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 like, it's not only horror. It's not that genre. But, like, if a movie is <clears throat> made – for women or girls, right? By women or girls, you know. I just don't. I can't get into it's it. It's not made for you, right? Right. I get it. Yeah, yeah. And Ginger Snaps fell into that category yeah. for me, where it's just like, I got. Well, I I think the first time I watched it, and I watched it back when it was cool, right? Back when back when you get I, I still did. Like, uh, <laughs> I know what periods are. <laughs> Back when I still did the uh, disc ship to home Netflix. Oh, wow. Yeah, before streaming was even a thing yet. Back in the 90s. Yeah. And. Um, oh, my God. Is this cooked in lard? Yeah. Is it really? <laughs> no. Oh Just God. lots and lots of butter. Um, I remember hearing such good things about it and wanting desperately to love it because it's a werewolf movie that was supposedly really good. And I think I hyped myself into liking it a lot more than I should have. <laughs> And then upon rewatching, I'm like, this isn't a great movie. It's it's really not. Like I would say that probably after rewatching the first one, the third one is the best of them all because that's like in colonial times and it's more of a straightforward werewolf movie. Um, but uh, yeah, it's not great. What is the plot of Ginger Snaps? Is, uh, it, is it a um, what do you call it? Like an analogy for? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, two sisters, one of them gets bit by a werewolf on the night that she has her first period. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
<clears throat> and uh, that time of the month by Harley Poe. That's right. And if I was better at this, I would have. Right. And uh, yeah, like the other sister trying to help her cure the lycanthropy and yeah. sounds great. Yeah, I mean Catherine Isabel's hot. I really yeah. like her. Ginger. Uh, she was in a. She's the lead in American Mary, which I know you weren't a huge fan of. Did not like American Mary. Um, she was in See No Evil Two. Um, she's been in a bunch of stuff. I just can't remember. That is much more. twice in one week from two different people that I have that See No Evil Two has come up. Really? Yeah. Wow. Ben and I were talking about it. Huh? He brought it up out of nowhere. He was like, you know, See No Evil Two is really good. Yeah. And I was like. Qua? <laughs> He's like, the first one wasn't that great, but the second one was actually really good. Daniel Harris was in it. Yeah. I haven't seen either one of them. The first one isn't very good. I haven't seen the second one. <laughs> and the second one does have Daniel Harris in it. Yeah. Yeah. So he was right. <laughs> right. Um, again, not again, not again him. No. I just haven't seen him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Ginger Schnapps, not great. What do you got for, Although available uh, from Screen Factory with Joel Robinson artwork. And I'm glad I rewatched it before just splurging mm-hmm. and buying it on the Screen Factory because there's so many other Screen Factory titles <laughs> I would rather have right. than this movie. Such as? Uh, well, Dog Soldiers, first mm-hmm. of all. Yeah. I still don't have that. Yeah. I mean, I've got it on Blu-ray, but it's the super right. shitty, like, still barely, like, just a hair better than DVD, maybe, <laughs> version. <clears throat> So. Um, on October 4th, I watched a documentary. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, about uh, TV horror hosts. Oh, nice. Called American Scary. It's super good, you guys. Especially, like, if you're into the whole, that whole, like, thing of, like, late night horror hosts. Like, Zachary and Elvira and Vampira and Goulardi and the Ghoul and all those... All those but they're, they're, they're like hundreds, possibly thousands, and they, um, Neil Gaiman kind of, sort of hosts it. Now, did they include Joe, Joe Bob, or was it all people who did it, like, in character? They, uh, Joe Bob is in it yeah. as a talking head, mm. like, he's, uh, like, talking about the history of, right. uh, but I don't think they, I don't remember them covering him as, like, a character. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. It used to be on Netflix. It isn't anymore. Um, you can buy it for like two bucks on Amazon, which is what I did. Uh, the Amazon Prime streaming. Hmm. Um, the DVD apparently is out of print and going for like a hundred, two hundred bucks. Of course it is. Uh, but I did email the guys that made the movie because <laughs> so into it was I um, that I really want to own a physical copy. And um, I said, "Hey, look, I'm really interested in American Scary. Mm. Uh, it seems to be out of print. I, I, I cannot pay." It a hundred dollars for it. <laughs> right. Do you guys have any um, plans to like reissue it or whatever? Mm. And the response I got was, uh, yes, sometime nice. in 2017, they're going to reissue it. So, yeah. I mean, cause it's fairly recently made. Yeah. It right? wasn't, wasn't that long ago. Um, it isn't very good quality. <laughs> yeah. I think it was like, uh, right in the middle, like right in the middle of the analog, HD switchover. Oh, gotcha. You know, like okay. Canon XL1 years. You know? <laughs> right. But so good and so informative. Um, Goulardi hmm. uh, was a guy named Ernie Anderson who um, 
after Goulart, he went on to be the voice of ABC, the network. Like any like coming up tonight on blah blah blah, it was him. Also, uh, the father of um, Paul Thomas Anderson, the no shit film maker. Wow! All right. Yep, that's just a couple of the <laughs> fascinating things that you'll learn in American Scary. But no, I do, I do uh, highly recommend it. A lot of, lot of Zachary in it, which is great. Yeah. Uh, let's see. On the fourth, I watched... <laughs> <clears throat> I know this is saying a lot, considering the genre that we're focusing on here. This is a weird fucking movie. Uh, Tetsuo the Bullet Man. Blank stare, brother. It's a American remake of a, I think, a two film, maybe three film Japanese series. Um, where basically, for reasons that aren't that are kind of explained, but not really explained, this man is turning into like a techno organic being. And gets like really, uh, like very, like super disfigured. Like he becomes unrecognizable really quickly. Um, but uh, yeah, this sounds very sad. Yeah, but it's the camera work is a little dicey. Like it's a lot of that like hyper intense. Like not not even just like found footage, like jumping around, but like the super shaky cam. That's fine sometimes, but happens a lot in this movie. Um, I mean, it's on, I think Amazon Prime. I streamed it. It's on one of those. Um, it's worth a watch, but it's it's certainly a unique experience, but it's not a great film. Have you ever seen uh, Night Watch and Day Watch? I saw Night Watch a long time ago. I remember enjoying both of those movies yeah. far more than I expected. Yeah. That's like the Russian like werewolf, uh, vampire wars yeah. type. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I at some point I had them both on Blu-ray. I don't know what happened to them, but I thought about them the other day and was like, I should fucking. It's been years. Yeah. <laughs> That's my story about that. <laughs> uh, next, five gold rings. Or as I like to call it, the Ghost and Mr. Chicken, starring Don Knotts. <laughs> Uh, holy shit, it had been so long. This is Oh, you're, you're serious? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Am I ever serious? Um, Still totally fine. <laughs> These chips have been down here for almost a month. Well, they were they were rolled up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You want some crickets with that? Uh, nah, I'm good. Um, yeah, so uh, when I was... Uh, child uh it's been spoken of on here plenty that uh my dad can be um at least uh heavily partially to blame for my obsession with horror (laughs) yeah 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 and this is one of those like i'm three or four years old and he introduces me to the ghost and mr chicken and throughout my childhood, it became a, a yearly staple at Halloween. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I've used it. Not since I was that age. It's um. Hmm. I should not have started eating this <laughs> sweet tart chewy rope. 
in the middle of my turn talking. <laughs> um, it may be the only completely family family friendly uh, title on my list. Yeah, it is such an innocent film. Um, like innocent and just filled with like joy. Yeah. It's a really good palate cleanser. Yeah. Um, Don Knotts plays uh, a guy who's like a coward reporter no. who decides to uh, <laughs> show them and spend the night in a haunted house and mm. like, crazy shit starts happening. It's so much fun and timeless. I, I mean, it's definitely of its time. Yeah. Um, I got to thank uh, Brendan, the Merits of Sin, on um, mm. Instagram for pointing me in the direction that uh, Best Buy put out an exclusive Blu-ray of it. For the season, so uh, that's pretty great. I went over there and picked it up for like five bucks. Yeah, but yeah, so worth it. If you've not seen the Ghost of Mister Chicken, and you want to like start tracing the roots of like comedy and horror, yeah, it's a great one to go to. And Don, Don Knotts is fucking superb, <laughs> and I know that sounds like a joke, but he really is fantastic. All right, uh, five golden rings. Uh, oh. I rewatched a movie I hadn't seen in a very long time that I <laughs> kind of like Ginger Snaps, but not to that same level. Um, didn't enjoy it as much as I used to, but it, it was still, I'm still glad I watched it. Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, like the clown effects are fantastic. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the practical effects in general are pretty good. As long as there's not like ray guns involved, um, because well, those are pretty bad. Yes, well, yeah. Um, but we, uh, is Ronald Reagan on the phone? No. Oh. Um, there's a giant like Hulk uh, clown at the very end, yeah. which, which I for, totally forgot about. Um, yeah, it's, it's a weird movie. That movie definitely has its place. Sure, for absolutely. Me. Uh, I, I am not a huge fan of it. Yeah. Um. I did watch it a lot in my like early and mid teen years. Yeah, I think it's the first movie that ever um, that like the soundtrack really affected me. Sure, in yeah, a, in a disturbing way. It has a very disturbing soundtrack to be like essentially a comedy horror film. Right, like it's a very it is, like you said, it's a very bizarre film. Yeah, I need to revisit it. Um, but I think it's definitely worthy of of. All the love that it gets. Sure, sure. I mean, and again, just for the clown designs alone. Yeah, like absolutely. holy shit. The um, um, cotton candy cocoons. Yeah, yeah, pretty great. No one's ever gonna put me in a balloon again. Uh, on October sixth, I watched Brian De Palma's, um, my favorite Brian De Palma film, Blowout. Hmm. Which is available through Criterion. I mean, you can get like a regular. This is the one with John Travolta. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> Boom. Uh, John Travolta plays a foley artist, uh, which is something that used to exist back in the day. <laughs> uh, and late one night, he's out getting sounds, like recording sounds, um, out in the city, just to use in movies, you know, that are coming up, and uh, ends up witnessing an assassination on a uh, politician. Uh, through his recorder, yeah, and it becomes a whole like thriller. Like he's being tracked down. There's a girl involved, yeah. Um, 
John Lithgow is amazing as nice. like the hired assassin. <laughs> oh, nice! It's very good. It's very edge of your seat. Um, like really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Travolta, the other day I rewatched uh, Get Shorty for the I, first time in like a decade. It's a good movie. I really like that movie. Yeah. Of like. Uh, Movies that kind of aped off of Pulp Fiction and Tarantino. Sure. I think that is one of the best. Well, because it didn't try to be that so much, because it's definitely more of a comedy than Pulp Fiction is. Absolutely. And it, and I mean, I think I just mean like aesthetically, like the soundtrack. No, right, sure. And the, the pop culture references. I, I'm and, just saying it, like it doesn't feel like they're trying to copy it outright, but you can definitely tell that there, there's, a, there's a vibe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also you can trace it back to, I mean, it's it's a, based on a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, that came out before Tarantino was ever a thing, I believe. I think so, yeah. By uh, Elmore Leonard? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of fun. Anyway. I uh, love Gene Hackman in that movie. Yeah. We can tie it into horror. He he essentially plays, I think, like a Roger Corman, Joe Dante type of... Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's fantastic. Tony Soprano's uh, in it? Yeah. <laughs> he's great in it. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, bear. Yep. Right? Yeah. He's very good in it. And uh, Delroy Lindo uh-huh. is fantastic. <laughs> it almost kind uh, of Dennis Farina is amazing in that movie. Yeah, it, well, it's strikes- fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> I love Dennis Farina. God rest his soul. It, it it's kind of a precursor to Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah, I can see that being a good double feature. Yeah, yeah. Not um, so much Get Shorty and the actual uh, be sequel. Cool. Be cool was yeah. not very good. Yeah, it was alright. It was kind of too little, too late. Yeah, yeah. They should they, like they kind of kept that same aesthetic, and that hasn't been appealing in a right. very long time. Well, and it felt kind of forced. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so horror podcast. Uh, oh, did you want to do one of those? Yeah. <laughs> um, we can talk about wrestling some more if you want. If you'd like, uh, welcome <laughs> to We Belong Dead. Uh, I watched a movie that may surprise you. I'd never seen before. What? Oh, not yet. Uh, Maniac Cop. Oh, you've never seen no, Maniac Cop? No. Oh, shit. That's a fun fucking oh, movie. Shit. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> shit. Cheops. Making full use of this new arm I got. Um, yeah, no, lots lots of fun. <laughs> uh, getting Maniac Bruce Cop Campbell. 2 is just as great. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because it picks up pretty close to where I the first one left so, off. yeah, yeah. It doesn't, like, spoilers, doesn't Bruce Campbell's character get killed, like, in the first five minutes or something? <sighs> Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> That's uh, our uh, our old pal. Um, oh, son of a bitch! Why can't I remember the actor's name? Uh, he passed away last uh, year. Zadar, Robert Zadar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really good stuff. Yeah. Uh, October seventh, I watched um, the third film in a trilogy mm. that I um, still maintain is superior even to the the first one. Okay. Uh, the Exorcist 3. Ah, yeah. So you got that scream factory. Show enough did get that scream factor. <laughs> Not a sponsor. But Pseudo Ludo is a sponsor. Yes, So go are. check them out. It's the holidays. Yeah. Uh, go get your friends some... Uh, Inexpensive yet incredibly um, well-made, uh, well-crafted uh, yeah. pens and, and artwork. Keep an eye out for <laughs> when they decide to reissue the uh, Leatherface one because yeah. that's already sold out on yeah. the pre-order. 
which that's fantastic. I'm so yeah. happy. Uh, they're amazing, but yeah, bigcartel.pseudoludo.com, pseudoludo.bigcartel.com. The second go. one, yep. Uh, yeah, Exorcist Three, man. Yeah, uh, so fucking good. George C. Scott, um, Brad Dourif, and um, Jason um, Schwartzman. Sudeikis. Stacy. <laughs> Sudeikis, yes. No, um, the, the guy who played Father Karras. Oh. Yeah, that guy. Um, whose son wrote The Final Girl. Nice. Maybe wrote and directed. I know wrote. He's on the commentary. Yeah. Jason, I should know this. I'm not going to IMDb at all. <laughs> I'm sure you can tell. Why did I just type Jason into the search bar? <laughs> Thank you, Robbie. <laughs> have you seen the TV show The Exorcist? I haven't. I've heard good things. Though. I have too. I've heard uh, really good things. <laughs> Jason, I hate myself for loving you. Jason Miller. Ah. Um, who is uh, Jason? He's patient X in the, right. in, the, in the titles, but he's what's left of Father Karras, and that that actual character keeps becoming the Gemini killer, Brad Dorif, and going back and forth between hmm. Miller and Dorif playing the character. Oh, that's like cool. within a scene, and <laughs> it's so terrifying. Wow, uh, and it's not like really like brought like. Attention isn't really like put onto it. It's the, right. like so if you're high and you're watching, you're like, <laughs> "Fuck, I forgot about that." Um, a genuinely terrifying film. Very, very good. Um, Screen Factory also came with the um, long fabled director's cut, ah. uh, put together by w- William Peter Blatty, uh, which actually I'm sorry to say I haven't watched yet. Um, oh well, I don't know why. Huh. I, I wanted to watch the movie that I knew first. Sure. Um, and it was actually, that's actually, uh, that came on the same day that my, um, signed Joe Bob Briggs Briggs poster came. And it's the first movie that I sat down and watched in the living room, the the newly, um, usable living room. Right. Um, the first movie I sat down by myself and watched and, uh, I was kind of freaked out. I gotta be (laughs) honest with you. It's like one or 2 AM and you know. So I think I just kind of quickly scurried out of the room to my bedroom and like got <laughs> under the covers, you know. Turn you off know, the light you know and run I mean? as fast as you can so the monsters can't <laughs> yeah. catch you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Exorcist 3, man, if you haven't seen it, holy shit, it's so good. Um, so good. I watched a movie on the 7th that I hadn't seen before. You that did. You did watch a movie uh, on the 7th. I did. Okay. That I was pleasantly surprised with. Um, the Hallow. I've heard pretty good things. Yeah, it's a uh, it's on Netflix. Um, basically, these uh, this family, you know, young couple and their baby. Uh, he has to do some work in the in this forest, and um, so they move out to the countryside in Ireland, I believe. And um, it's it's uh, you find out that the Fae are real. Um, the what? The Fae. So, like, of Irish folklore. Like gay people? Yeah. Uh, like leprechauns. Oh! <laughs> but but, oh! but they definitely do a twist on it where the creatures all kind of look the same, and they are, 
it's a lot of practical effects, which I appreciate. Um, a lot of uh, really cool creature designs. Um, it's it's basically like a siege movie. Like they're trying to like make it through the night while these horrifying creatures are trying trying to break in. Um, definitely worth a watch. Really, really well done. You know who I feel should have been in that movie now that I know what it was about? Hmm. Oh, Jerry McSeinfeld. <laughs> I'm stealing bits from Dan Harmon, like I always do. Right. Um, I'll check it out. Yeah, I've heard really good things. Um, on the 8th, then this may be one of yours as well. This may be our first, like, uh, oh, shit, I have that on my yeah. list too. Uh, on, the, on October 8th, I watched, uh, at the request of George Monstro, hmm. A movie that's streaming on YouTube called Necronomicon Book of the Dead. Ah, yes. I did watch this as well. Really good. It's a, uh, I mean, I think there were three directors, but it was Mm -hmm. generally headed up by Brian Usna, Mm -hmm. uh, who we all, we love. Sure. Um, Faust. um, Yeah, yeah, go with that one. (laughs) Don't go with Society, which is the best movie. Um, Or Brighter Reanimator, or Beyond Reanimator. Yeah, well. Yikes. Um... (laughs) Oh, you mean Faust Love of the Damned? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's whew, <laughs> really uh, a movie. It is. That exists. Um, no, it's an um, anthology film of three uh, Lovecraft stories. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Really good. Your uh, buddy Bruce Payne? Yeah. Oh, Bruce yeah. Payne stars in one of them? Yeah. Well, about halfway through the movie, I realized that I had seen this as a kid. Oh. Because I, I had re- never seen I remembered uh, parts of the David Warner story i think that's the second one i love david warner yeah god damn i love david yeah time after time is now available on blu-ray through the warner archive nice yeah i need to i need to get that was on tv last night actually yeah i watch it some of it yeah Uh, what happens when you have popcorn on the show yeah picking Uh, popcorn out with our tongues yeah Yeah. Welcome to the best episode we've ever done, folks. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. What were we talking about? Oh, Necronomicon, yeah. Book of the Dead, yeah. Um, yeah, um, I love the wraparound story. Jeffrey Combs, they went a little a little overboard yeah. on the makeup job, I think. Yeah. But I was still fine with it. Looks like Bruce Campbell. <laughs> a, a little bit. bit. Uh, that final sequence is really, like, yeah. upsetting. Yeah. With... Um, Oh man, it's a very well-known, like within the genre, guy in that last. Are you talking about the uh, coroner from Return of the Living Dead? Yeah, Don Calfa. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Because I wrote a note because I didn't look it up on IMDb, but I was pretty sure that's who it was, and I was going to run it by you. Yep, but yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, not available on any format. No. Um, but there it is, streaming on YouTube. Yeah. So. Go yeah, to it. it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, oh, I can have popcorn. So the eighth. Um, I'm just doing mine really quick so I can get back to popcorn. Well, it works uh, out. Yeah, I watched uh, Necronomicon. Right. Um, it works out that we did one that we both watched just now because my eighth, we're not really going to talk about much because we did a whole episode on it. Uh, that's when we watched Phantasm Ravager. Mm, yeah. That movie. Yeah. That's all ass. Baldy. Yeah, I mean, you can go back and listen to our whole episode about the Phantasm films. Yeah. It's great. I can't 
I think we we ended it in in, in in this kind of way. I can't bring myself to not like the movie because it's a phantasm film. Sure, but it was disappointing. Yeah, and if you are a phantasm fan, you owe it to yourself yes. to watch it. Um, there, there's some good in there, you know. Um, there's some good in there. There is, <laughs> but uh, yeah, not great. Uh, on October 9th, I watched the last film to be shot on um, Roger Corman's studio. And I believe it was like a maybe a week called Slaughter Studios. Okay. A week, you say? Yeah. Goddamn. Uh, it's really fun. It's um, one of those, uh, straight to DVD, of course, but um, one of those that I picked up kind of having never heard of when the Hollywood video was going out of business and you could get 10 DVDs for 10 bucks. I was like, why not? Yeah, I yeah. got a lot of movies that way, and some of them worked out. The Hazing was another one. Yeah. Um, that I think I picked up the same time I, as Slaughter Studios. But, yeah, it's a um, – I mean, it's, it's – you know, people are making a movie in an abandoned mm-hmm. jail or whatever – and uh, people start getting murders, that kind of thing. Sure, there's a lot of humor, and it's 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 a it's a really fun movie, and I think it's interesting that it's the final film to be shot on um, Mr. Corman's back lot. Yeah, but yeah, check it out, it's just Slaughter Studios. Uh, let's see. For the ninth, I watched. Uh, this was one I hadn't seen before either. I was pleasantly surprised with uh, Splinter. Um. It's uh, a young couple gets like carjacked by a, uh, like a criminal on the run and his lady, and uh, they get uh, trapped in a um, gas station in the middle of nowhere because there's this creature out there who's trying to get them, and it's this like weird like biomass, lots of practical effects, like very uh, definitely some of the thing vibes in there with the huh. creature design, yeah, huh. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, obviously lower budget, Mm -hmm. but you know, good performances from everyone in it. Um, like I said, good effects, original story. It's definitely worth a watch. It's streaming on Hulu, I think one of them. Splinter. The the title sounds familiar. Yeah. I've never saw it. Um, did you ever see the laid to rest films? I haven't yet. God, I really like those movies. Yeah. They're in that category for me with, like, uh, Wolf Creek. Yeah. Like, a really good series. Like, just a solid... Speaking of, we talked about this, but I started mm. watching the Wolf Creek series. The, like, uh, TV event or whatever. About four episodes in. Really good, if you like Wolf Creek. Yeah. Really good. Um, on the 10th, uh, we'll do the 10th, my 10th and your 10th, and we'll go to a song. Yeah. Uh, on the 10th, I uh, was pleasantly surprised by a new release that I'd never seen before um, that I picked up on a whim at uh, Best Buy. Uh, but it is streaming on Netflix. It's called They're Watching. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It is uh, it is a quote-unquote found footage mm. film, uh, but it's an interesting take on a witch story. Okay. Um, there's a lot of humor. Mm. It, the movie explodes in the final act. Okay. Um, it's a bit of a slow burn. Um, it takes place in like a village in like uh, Romania or Moldova or something okay. like that, you know. Uh, Eastern European. Right. Um, a little village. And uh, the 
people of the village are strange okay. and very wary of outsiders and things of that nature. Right. And three, four obnoxious Americans of show course. up. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It, it, it's it's not ter- it's definitely not terrible. It's actually quite good. But uh, I will say the effects are not great. <laughs> they are primarily CG effects, mm. but on a low budget movie, yeah, yeah. Um, but they don't really come into play until the final act. And <laughs> if you appreciate the madness that happens in that final act, you can you can look past it. past it. And no. some of it isn't bad, sure, uh, but some of it looks a little phoned in. But yeah, I highly recommend it. It was a, a real uh, treat for me, and I did have a couple of moments in it. Where I was kind of like, is this going to pick up at all? Sure. And then when it does, it's, it pays <laughs> off in spades. Yeah. It's a very entertaining movie. They're watching. All right. Now, uh, here's uh, for the 10th uh, is a staple of mine for the Halloween season and just in general. I've talked about it a lot before. Uh, the Haunted Worldville Super Beasto. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. God, I just adore that movie so much. <laughs> uh, so much fun. Like the voice cast alone is makes it worth watching. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, Paul Giamatti. I was uh, recording Dr. from a dumpster. Uh, <laughs> hey, yeah, you know, it was Doctor Satan in wow. that uh, Super Beast movie. Wow. It was, uh, it was uh, really good time. Did <laughs> <laughs> uh, What do you say we do your song first? Okay. Because I forgot to do one. <laughs> uh, this is from a band that no, everybody knows what it is. I know I've played um, like a long, long time ago. Um, but that was called a long time ago. <laughs> Murder by Death, and they're kind of a very cool, like, <sighs> like uh, bluesy, folky, but with some darkness uh, to it. Uh, band, also like uh, Black Veil Brides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I I discovered them in college and have dug them. And uh, this is uh, Rum Brave. Nope, not yet. Keep going. God damn it. <laughs> this is what Murder al- by what Death. What album is it on? From the album Red of Tooth and Claw. Uh, Rum Brave. Growing crowd, deep below the doom. 
the one that was uh murder death murder by death yep yeah that's why i said booty trap <laughs> uh next on my list is pooty tang you call him dr jones doll <laughs> anywho uh we're on the 11th yes ah aha <laughs> i watched a very solid studio film that I don't think I was aware J.J. Abrams had a hand in back in the day. Okay. Joyride. Ah. What a pleasant horror film that's that uh, is. Lily Sobieski and Paul Walker. You can Paul put Walker. her starring if you're going to be that kind of guy. <laughs> oh, I am. <laughs> uh, I like me some Lily. Also, uh, what's his name? A guy that I fucking love. Uh, uh, he was one of the O'Neaters. I almost said Chris Kattan. Um, <laughs> no? But I know who you're talking about. Uh, from Saving Silverman. Uh-huh. God fucking the not Jack Black, right? Uh, what the shit, man! I love this guy. Uh, uh, Strange Wilderness. Yeah, I still haven't seen that one. Oh, it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't sound very convincing when I say it like that, but <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, Steve's on. Yep, thank you. Boom. So you can see why I go to Catan with nope, that last name. Not at all. Um, yeah, it's a really solid like like thriller tra- chase. Yeah. But yeah, hadn't hadn't seen it in years. And uh Paul Rudd is great in it. And uh Oh yeah, yeah. Huh, yeah. Uh sorry, you got me thinking about something I heard on Pete Holmes' podcast. Go ahead. But no, like could you imagine being put in that situation? That's one of those movies that it's very easy and terrifying to think of like if I was on a road trip, yeah. Like any one of my friends, you, any I could see being like Hey, I found this old fucking CB. You want to like just to pass the time sure. on the you know, and then the wrong shit happening and like, right. how fucking terrifying that would be. Yeah, movies like that where you're getting hunted, the Wolf Creek. That, that, yeah, 
these movies attract me in a way that like is real fear. Yeah, for me. Yeah. But yeah, Joy Red does a great job of that, and um, um, Buffalo Bill doing the voice, <laughs> right? Um, Leland Stottlemyer from Monk, <laughs> right? Um, son of a bitch. I Tony should know Shaloub. this. <laughs> yes, Tony Shalhoub is Rusty Nails. Uh, Candy Cane? I don't do a Tony Shalhoub. Candy Cane. What is his name? I got nothing. I wept like a fucking baby when he died in uh, The Hills Have Eyes oh, remake. Oh, God. Oh, this is upsetting. Somebody I know, at least one person is yelling the name. <laughs> While you're looking that up, um, in the bumper crop book. Ernie Hudson. Yes. <laughs> in the Joe Lansdale's bumper crop book that I picked up at Scares of Care this year, there's this really good uh, short story uh, about uh, this trucker who is... You Ted know, Levine. Yep. Who is taking his haul wherever it needs to go, and there's this... Uh, he's haul trucking. He's haul trucking. And there's this uh, car that's been taking out 18-wheelers for, like, some reason that's not really explained. Like, they don't know what's going on. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to, you Kinda know. sounds like an episode of Monk. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked Monk. Yeah. I was really sad when I found out they took it off Netflix. Yeah. Really sad. Because yeah. that was a big go-to for me. Oh, you could probably get them on DVD for fairly cheap. Yeah. Yeah, well. But, uh, but yeah. It, the it, ease of Netflix, the, though. Just, yeah. yeah. This group of guys in an armored car taking out 18-wheelers. <laughs> determined. Um, but, uh <laughs> I gotta plug Lansdale whenever we can. Absolutely, it's yeah. Great, great short story though. All this stuff is good. Out um, of bumper crop, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. I still need to pick that up. Uh, let's see. You got a really cheap Lansdale book. I did. Yeah, uh, the bottom. I uh, got it. At, uh, good old Goodwill hardcover. That's weird because I have Joe Lansdale's The Top. Oh yeah. Mm. Huh. <laughs> uh. Okay, the eleventh, another movie I'd never watched, but it had been in my queue for Ooh. a long time. Uh, we this are what we are. Is, this is Doubtfire. Yeah, we are what we are. It's a very slow burn. Um, is that like a really pretty movie? Or like the covers? Like no, no, no. It's this uh, like Appalachian, but not like. Uh, oh wow! I mean, it seems seems that way. Um, anyway. Um, but, uh, it's about this family of cannibals. Spoiler alert. And, uh, yeah. And it's, uh, like the father is the one who's all like really gung ho about it. Like, cause it's a religious thing for them. Mm. And the daughters are kind of like pulling away and they don't really want to do it anymore. It's, it, but it's really good. It's got, um, I don't know. Maybe it was a glass eye pick. Yeah. Um, but it's got Fessenden in it. Uh, Lure? Yeah. Uh, Demi, I can, I don't know, Demisi, Demichi, Nick. Oh, Nick Demichi? Yeah. Is in it as the sheriff. Uh, Michael Parks. Nice. Is the town, uh, uh, mortician. Rabbi? Oh. And he, he's the one that kind of like starts catching on, thinking that there's something shady with the family type thing. Really, really good. Not a fun movie at all. Um, and like I said, it is a slow burn, but it's well worth watching. Right. We are what we are. Yeah. Is it streaming somewhere? Did you already say that? Netflix. Okay. Um, <laughs> on October 12th, 
I watched a crazy movie called uh, Cat in the Brain. Ah, nice. Um, one of, if not the final Lucio Fulci film. I'm not, I know it was later in his career. But it's essentially made up of uh, cut scenes from his entire career. <laughs> uh, but he plays himself mm. as a um, horror film director losing his fucking mind. Nice. And like, murders are happening. And it's very Italian. And it's so fucking good <laughs> and so fucking gross. <laughs> Uh, Grindhouse put it out, and they did such a good job with it. Nice. Uh, I love, love, love that movie. All right, let's see. On the 12th, I watched a movie that you're not a big fan of. That's <laughs> uh, a real repetitive theme. Yeah. Um, I, I think it was a night I hung out with Sam, and I was like, I need to watch a horror movie, but I had to figure out something that, right. I had to watch something that she would enjoy. Uh, we watched Sleepy Hollow. I do not like that movie. I liked it more than I expected to because it had been years. Uh, it, was, it was probably one of the f- earlier horror movies that I saw in a theater. Um, but uh, I mean, it's it's fine. It's Tim Burton. It's. I admit that my reasoning behind not liking that is movie, a little silly. <laughs> I wouldn't say silly, but maybe. <laughs> I, why would you do that? Yeah. You put anybody in as the headless horseman. Right. It's, yeah. It can't be Chris Walken. It just can't. It's, it, it makes everything silly. Yeah. Sorry. The we, Hessian. Dude, Casper Van Dien is in that movie. <laughs> well. His best performance since uh, Starship Troopers. Well. Well. <laughs> Um, I would be. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't be opposed to going back and, and watching because uh, I love the story. Uh, yeah, Washington Irving, I believe. Yeah. Um, I just <laughs> the the Disney short was a big part of my childhood. Uh, oh, that, absolutely! Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I, I do appreciate R rated Tim Burton movies mm. just because he goes all out with the gore. Yeah, like he does I not hold back. Love Sweeney Todd. Sure, I yeah, really dig yeah. that movie. Uh, yep. Yeah. On, uh, October 13th, I watched a new movie. Ah. By, um, Joe Begos. Okay. The man who brought us, um, Almost Human. Oh, I which is mean to watch good. that one. Yeah. It's very I've good. I've heard it's good. Uh, his, uh, sophomore effort, Mind's Eye. Ah. Really good. Uh, I, I mean, there were a few stumbles, sure. but of course there will be. Uh, the, who, who am I to point like out? Like a scanners type. It's very scanners, okay. um, but it, it. I don't. To me, I'm not like a devotee of scanners. Sure. Um. So to me, it didn't really feel like a, a ripoff or anything. It felt, if anything, like an homage. Sure. But done very, very well, and the villain in it is fantastic. And uh, again, Larry Fessenden shows up, which nice. is always <laughs> a plus. Um, but yeah, um, I, I, I have, I wouldn't say a little bit of friction with Joe Bagos, but I'm not as a, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I sent him a message after I saw, uh, almost human, hmm. uh, a very nice message. And his response was, uh, it, it, it put me off a bit. A little flippant maybe. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, I, there's no denying the guy is a very good filmmaker. Yeah. I look forward to what he does next. So, uh, I would check out Mind's Eye. It might be on Netflix. I don't know. 
I want to say it is. I could be wrong. Uh, but yeah, check check it out. Check check it out. Um, on the fourteenth. Uh, uh, on the thirteenth. Um, you still haven't done your thirteenth. No. Um, it was another night that I was over at Sam's and uh, we're trying to think of a horror movie to watch, and she had never seen Nightbreed before. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> so we huh. watched Nightbreed. Nice, ma'am. Uh, on Netflix, so the I guess that's the director's yeah, cut. The eight I think. minute musical sequence. God damn! I was actually out of the room for that scene, like not intentionally, like to get something to drink <laughs> sure. or something. But I came back. I'm like, oh well, that's convenient. <laughs> I have to see that shit. What did she think? She liked it. Yeah, she didn't like Doc Doc Decker much. That's weird because she didn't have a problem wearing the mask. <laughs> I mean, ah. I mean, um. Huh? Uh, no, she did like Decker. Uh, it was good. She she dug it, and of course I love it. Um, so she's liked all the Clive Barker stuff that I've shown her so far. So that's, I take that as a good sign. Which would include uh, the first two Hellraisers, um, this, and I was thinking I I had her watch Midnight Meat Train, but I don't think I've done that yet. But I probably will. I think she'll like that one. Gotta get that girl up with some Lord of Illusion. Yeah. Yeah, she'd take that one for sure, I think. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Pardon me. Is that your stomach? Uh, There's my throat. Um, I've come so close to shaving lately. Yeah. I can't take it, man. Yeah, <laughs> <And> well. <laughs> I'm trying to. Not, not everyone's cut out for the beard life. I stopped shaving in. Uh, September, yeah. And my I, my goal was, I'm not going to shave again until like March or April. Oh wow, okay. And it's driving me <laughs> fucking nuts. Like you don't like trim no, the beard at don't all? Don't do anything, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mainly the mustache that's driving me out of my fucking mind. That's the first. That's the main thing that's. Ge- Gets trimmed for me because yeah. I'll like take drinks or something and end up yep. like dribbling on my shirt. Yep. Yeah, that's why I know it's time to trim. Yep. So on the fourteenth, I did a weird double feature. It, okay. it doesn't make sense together, but it worked together. And it was just kind of a blind pick. I didn't plan it. Yeah. Um, I rewatched D. Snyder's Strange Land. It's been a long time for that one. You know that is a really solid flick. Yeah. It really is, um, and it really feels like a film and a sequel. Okay, there's a whole like um, storyline that happens and gets wrapped up like 20 minutes in, and then the movie starts anew. Ah, but it's done very well. Um, it was a um, early internet horror movie <laughs> right uh chat room horror if right. you will kind of like uh, well not kind of like but around the time of fear.com which i also yeah. liked quite a bit yeah um by our good friend william malone um but yeah fear.com is uh d snyder wrote and directed i think he directed didn't he i think so yeah let's go with it um he plays captain howdy this like uh 
crazed, psychotic, <laughs> you know, serial killer guy who um, is really into body modification and lures people in through the internet. Mm. It's really good. It's a really, really good movie. <laughs> and then I followed it up with um, Sushi Girl. Ah. Still haven't seen that one. I like the shit out of <laughs> Sushi Girl. It is such a uh, pleasant movie. Um, is it? Is it pleasant? Well, no, it's not pleasant. <laughs> it's not. It is... Um, my favorite Mark Hamill performance ever. The Giver. Come on. It is my favorite <laughs> Mark Hamill performance ever. He really captures the lunacy of his Joker mm. in a uh, in a physical role. Um, I mean, I'm not. He's not doing the Joker, but like, yeah, it's kind of off putting that he has long hair. Yeah, it it's is weird. He is off putting as fuck <laughs> in that whole movie, and it's great. Um, Tony Todd's in it. Uh, yeah. Several other people are in it. It's very good. Yeah. Well worth watching. Is it still on Netflix? Do you know? I don't know. Uh, I remember, b- unfortunately, before we started doing this, before I really even knew you, uh, I was just bumbling around the uh, Walmart in Madison Heights. Mm. Oh, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they had, out of nowhere, like six copies of Sushi Girl on Blu-ray. For like like $2. Holy shit. All right. So I bought them all. Right. And then just kind of gave them to people. Uh, And I'm sure most of the people I gave them to still haven't watched it, which is upsetting. But no, uh, Sushi Girl, and it's a first-time filmmaker, I believe, Hmm. uh, whose name escapes me. I'm sorry. But um, very good. I need to see if he's done anything else. Well. Ah. So that was October 14th. Uh, For me, here's uh, my... Uh, Monster Vision with Joe Bob Briggs installment. <laughs> I watched uh, Swamp Thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, hmm. I mean, Joe Bob was great, obviously. Uh-huh. I remembered liking that movie more than I did. Really? I mean, I, I don't dislike the movie. Like, you it wasn't hate Swamp a bad Thing. movie. But, uh, yeah. Um, the budget showed pretty hardcore in that movie. I like that um, the bald guy from uh, Darkman yeah. was in it. So uh, sad what happens to him in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That movie really like disturbed me when I was a kid. Yeah. I'm still confused as to what... It has a very queasy aesthetic to it. Yeah. And it's shocking that it's a Wes Craven movie. Yeah. It doesn't feel like Wes Craven. It's a shocker. I'm just going to go now. I don't get it. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, the main villain, fantastic. Oh, yeah. I can't yeah. remember his, the actor's name. Um, well, the character is Dr. Arcane. Right. And uh, the actor passed away last year. I remember having hmm. him on the um, our memorial episode. I feel like we need to have his name yeah while you're looking for that i was happy to find that i um i was looking through small boxes at my house and found my old uh swamp thing cartoon action figures louis jordan yes oh nice yeah <laughs> i got arcane and a couple of his henchmen because why the fuck would i buy the good guys <laughs> right. from that line i've got arcane i still have arcane upstairs right yeah. now with the weird bug head uh some of those did not survive <laughs> i definitely i definitely still have the figures themselves nice um but yeah, I had one playset for that line. Oh, nice! And it was like a laboratory table that flipped. Oh, cool! 
So like you put like a regular person on the top, and underneath you have like a monster strapped in. It was it was like nice. Arcane's laboratory. Right, that's cool. Wish I still had them. Kind of reminds me. Did you ever? This may have been a little bit past your time. Did you ever get into Mighty Max? No. Do you know you know what I'm referring to? I think so. Was it like a? It was like the boys' Polly Pocket. Yeah, yeah. And it was always no, like I a monster did. face. You opened it up, and it was a playset with these tiny little figures. Those were really cool. Huh. I've still got a bunch of those. Nice. No. Well, apparently start, they're gonna, going for real money. Oh really? Yeah. Well, never mind. I was say I'm gonna start collecting them. <laughs> but now I'm not. No. On October 15th, I watched uh, a really good remake. A really strange um, acid trip type of remake of mm. uh, the Wizard of Gore. Oh, with Crispin Glover? Yeah. Yeah, and Suicide Girls. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Combs. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I liked it a yeah. lot. I liked it a lot. It's, <laughs> it's actually like part naked lunch. Like, Really? That uh, weird? Yeah. Wow. I mean, like the main character is very um, like uh, Peter Weller's character mm. in Naked Lunch. It's a very mm. noir um, fedora and top coat type oh, nice. of situation. But yeah, very, very good movie. Did not care for the commentary. Uh, the director is a big fan of the director. Ah. <laughs> yeah. And it's a guy that, like... Number one fan. Never really heard of. Yeah. He did this. I don't know if he did anything else. Whatever. Whatever. It's more than I've ever done, so... Yeah, because um, that came out around the same time as, like, the uh, Masters of Horror. Yeah, I believe I so. Think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was the 15th. Oh, uh, let's see. I'm zooming through these. Oh, the 15th... Um, now that I've now that it's come out and I've seen it, another staple. You're next. Oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn, I love that movie. Yeah, I really should post a picture of my your ne- next mask at least. <laughs> for, Did you not take the... any on Halloween? No, I didn't. And I was looking through the pictures that were posted, and there's like two pictures of me in the whole thing, and in none of them am I wearing my mask. Huh. So, <laughs> of course. Poor Fessenden in this movie. Is this your song? Uh, I think at my wedding we should dance to this. <laughs> I agree. I love this fucking song. Yeah. Um, yeah, your next is so good. Yeah. Any time. Yeah. Like, I can, the credits can roll, and then I can watch your next again. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's really good. Um, the first time I watched it was on Netflix, but I, like, that following Black Friday, mm-hmm. uh, it was one of the cheap ones at uh, Walmart. Like, their oh, cheap yeah, Blu rays yeah, I picked yeah. up for, like, $7. Um, I haven't like listened to the commentary or anything like that. I assume there is one. Uh, yeah, I believe there are two. Hmm. I think both of them are pretty good. From yeah. what I remember. I tend to fall asleep listening to commentaries a lot. That's kind of <laughs> like my nightlight. Um, and it started with Kevin Smith commentaries. Sure. Yeah. So suck on that. Uh, Hoo-ah. Uh, October sixteenth. Uh, I went back into the classics and mm. revisited The Bride of Frankenstein, nice. James Whale's classic, Yeah, uh, with Ernst Thessinger, uh, um, who 
who is the uh, the uh, originator of our sign off of uh, to a new world of gods mm. and monsters. Um, that's Ernst Thessinger. Fascinating guy. Um, playing Doctor Pretorius. Um, but yeah, definitely like wiki him. <laughs> really weird dude. Yeah. But god damn, what a good movie. What a good movie. It's hard to beat that one. It is, even with Frankenstein. I mean, yeah. I really feel yeah. like Bride is this. I mean, I'm not really going out on a limb there. I think a lot of people agree that uh, Bride is uh, a the bit, top. bit superior to, yeah. to the original. But um, yeah, they just, I mean, they I'd argue the, that it's uh, the best of the Universal uh, monsters. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not. Uh, maybe not quite as iconic as some of them. Yeah. To the like general public anyway, but probably the I best put love, together uh, film. I do love Wolfman though. Yeah. Maria Uspinskaya. I fucking love Dracula. Yeah. That's Dracula tough. is a beautiful it film. It really is. Um but yeah, Bride has the whole like um preface with Mary Shelley and yeah. uh, Byron and yeah, it's It's and, a good uh, they have the, the, you know, uh, what's her name? Playing Mary Shelley, who who plays the bride? Mm, yeah, I hate myself for not knowing. Anyway, yeah, <clears throat> that was uh, that was the sixteenth. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> here's one of another one of uh, disappointments for me. Oh. Uh, take a chance on a new movie. Um. I mean, it was streaming, so it wasn't much of a chance, but um, a movie that I'd heard a lot of buzz about and was told, was led to believe that it was like the like new, like disturbing, the fucked Baba up. Duck. No. Oh. <laughs> um, movie, but it's uh, Baskin. Oh, you didn't like it? Not really. Um, it's Have you seen it? Somehow I still haven't. Yeah. Um, it's very slow, which normally I can forgive if the payoff is good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's slow. It's like the disturbing parts. Like there are some disturbing parts, but I was led to believe that this was like, okay, you know, in Event Horizon, when you see the glimpse glimpses of what like the full on hellish spaceship looked like. Yes. Like the people tearing each mm-hmm. other apart and all that. I was led to believe that this was basically full length. <laughs> that popcorn is <laughs> fucked up, dude. I can't think straight. Um, I was led to believe that that's what I would expect from like half of this movie, ah. and it just wasn't there. Like there is some weird shit and some, you know, deviant stuff going on, but it's 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 not what I anticipated. It's no Serbian film. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no Serbian film, and it's kind of pointless. Like there's just no. There's no real resolution. You don't really know what the whole point of the film was. Like, it's just... It's no sallow. Right. It was just kind of weird for weird sake, and it just it just didn't deliver for me. Hmm. Like, I, I, I mean, I would challenge anyone to, to watch it and, you know, give it a shot to see if maybe... Maybe it just didn't hit me right. Maybe right. maybe I'm the weird one. But, huh. Uh, yeah. It's one that I've been meaning to check out. I mean, I know it got a lot of uh, hype. Hmm. Uh, Scream Factory again released it. Yeah, not a sponsor. Pseudoludo.pigcartel.com. Yeah, that's right. Um, on the seventeenth, I watched. Um, really, 
really good movie that I kind of forgotten about, Sorority hmm. Row, which was um, sort of a remake of House House on Sorority Row. Okay, uh, came out in like the is this one with Carrie Fisher in it? Yes. Okay, yes. she plays like the den mother or whatever, right. the sorority. Right. Never seen that one. It's really good. Really. Uh, I mean, it's a classic story of. Um, you know, a sorority prank gone wrong and someone ends up dying and then they all pledge to keep the secret and then right. paranoia and someone murdering people starts fucking everything up and it's right. it's really, really good. Huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, Carrie Fisher's in it. She's very good in it. Yeah. It's a good movie. Uh, okay. Um... <laughs> All right. I must have spent like a week at Sam's house because this is another one that, that we watched <laughs> together, which you'll appreciate. Um, I hadn't seen it in years. Sam had never seen it at all, which was surprising to me considering her love for Stephen King. Uh, we watched a creep show. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I picked yeah, it up yeah. at Best Buy on Blu-ray for like $7 or something like that. You got to get you that uh, Just Desserts to go with it. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, what can you say about this movie? It's it's great. Yeah, it's Arguably the mother of all anthology films. Yeah. You know. A lot of people in this movie who give very, like, dark, surprising performances. Like Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> God damn, Leslie Nielsen in this movie. <laughs> Holy shit. He's fantastic in this yeah. movie, too. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's a good one. It's a very good one. It's a good one. Yeah, I mean, just the cast list alone. You got yeah. Hal Holbrook. Adrian Barbeau. Uh, Adrian Barbeau. Um... um Shit, why can't I remember his name? Ted Danson. Ted Danson. You're just off your name game tonight, man. I really am. Ed Harris. Ah, yes. Yeah. His funky dance moves. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyone that loves Creepshow, though, I, I direct you to Amazon to pick up uh, Just Desserts by Michael Felsher. Yeah. It's a exhaustive, but in a wonderful way, documentary. And the special features are out of this fucking world. Um, on October 18th, I did a double feature because it came in the mail, and I'm sure this one is on <laughs> on your list. Um, and you can go listen to us watch these two movies uh, just a couple of episodes ago. Waxwork and Waxwork 2. The best. They're damn good. Oh, my God. They're so good. <laughs> Two's a little wacky. Yeah, it is. But highly enjoyable. Um, yeah. No, under, those movies are great. Under the diamond. <laughs> You're always a good lad. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Campbell makes part two, man. And you got uh, David Warner there again in the well. first one. Uh, but yeah, much like Ravager, if you want to hear more about that, just go listen to our stream out. Yeah. But so good. So fucking good. Um, all right. My, my 18th was Necronomicon. Okay. Um. Yeah. So nineteen. Uh, again, because this came in the mail, uh, I I revisited the Hills Have Eyes, ah. the original, in uh, Era Video's phenomenal release. I love the artwork for this. Yeah, one. yeah. Uh, it comes with a poster of that artwork. Oh, nice. Yeah, I just haven't framed yet, but um, um, I uh, I like that movie. Yeah. I was kind of on the fence for years, and I'm not sure why. Yeah. Um, but this go around watching it, I was uh, 
really affected by it. Yeah, it's a it's a really uh, a perfect. <laughs> so sorry, a perfect ah, a perfect follow up to um, Last House on the Left for Craven. Yeah, um, but yeah, just unforgiving. It's kind of surprising that he didn't get pigeonholed into that kind of movie. You know? Yeah, definitely. Because like he did a few a few of the like in quick succession and then yeah. went on to Nightmare and Shocker. And Shocker. Shocker. Don't spoil what my song is. Um The Dudes of Awesome. <laughs> that's that? right. Um Oh, I had something really cool to say. What was it? Oh, uh um um fuck <laughs> me. Yeah. Uh The Hills Have Eyes, uh I, pick up the arrow release it's it's amazing uh everything what they've done with this fucking movie um i mean by cleaning it up and and presenting it beautifully but um it's also where the um back and forth between wes craven and sam raimi started Mm. um of how they would kind of pick at each other from film to film right um in the hills have eyes there's a ripped Jaws poster in the background at one point, hmm. and Sam Raimi thought that that was Wes Craven's way of saying, "Okay, yeah, Jaws, that's <laughs> not horror. Like you think right. that's scary? This is scary." Right. So uh, in Evil Dead, when they go in the basement, you'll notice in the background there's a ripped "The Hills Have Eyes" poster. No shit. That Sam Raimi put okay. in there as his way of saying, "Oh, you think The Hills Have Eyes was horror? Right. No, this this is horror." So then in Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, before Johnny Depp is murdered or killed in the waterbed, right? He's watching The Evil Dead. God damn! All right. Then in Evil Dead Two, if you watch when uh, Bruce busts into the uh, uh, woodshed, uh-huh. woodshed, um, there's a Freddy Krueger glove hanging. From I have the noticed doorway. that. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So I I love that. That's one of my favorite little things that I learned from a commentary. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, 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 what was that? 19? Uh, sorry, I'm doing arm tricks. Yes, that was 19. Okay. Uh, 19 for me, I rewatched for the first time in a surprising amount of time. Months? Uh, uh, years? Uh, years. Decades? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, the so, Halloween remake. Oh! Yeah. I, you know, I need to rewatch those. Still haven't... I think I've only seen the second one twice. Once in the theater. We skipped the light, Fandango. Um, I forgot how many great people are in that movie. Mm. Like just like with cameos or whatever. Uh, yeah. Sid Haig as the groundskeeper for the cemetery. Yep. Uh, Faree as, <laughs> as, what was his, ah, oh, god damn, what Bear? was his name? No. Something like that. God damn it. Keep on talking. I'll look it up. Okay. Um, but, yeah, uh, again, we've talked about this dozens of times at this point. Uh, for a modern remake of Halloween, it's pretty goddamn good. Yeah. Like it's what it needed yeah. to be. Um, it's like Grizzly Joe something. Or yeah. Something, isn't it? Yeah. I'm looking it up still, but um, keep changing my answer. <laughs> Um, AKA the only one to actually put up a fight against Michael mm-hmm. Myers. Um, well, except for Lori. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, 
And does you know who's really good in that movie is Daniel Harris. Yeah. Which you can say for just about every movie that Daniel Harris right. is in. But this one you can say she's really good and got naked. Yeah, yeah she did. Got all cut up. <laughs> for so much. Yeah. Brad Dorff is great as her oh, dad. Oh, he's great. Sheriff Brackett. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, Malcolm McDowell is fantastic as normal. Malcolm McDowell in uh, part two. Yeah. Holy shit. I Still, that may be the driving force behind me always, um, like, pushing that movie is and arguing. Right. Just because, I mean, you you don't do that with <laughs> a character that beloved. Yeah. And he did. And he did it, like, unforgivingly. And it's yeah. just such a shock that I'm like, I can't hate it. Like, it was yeah. done so well. Um, Big Joe Grizzly. There you go. <laughs> I forgot he was in uh, Brutal Massacre. Yeah, he was. <laughs> it's Carl Perkins. <laughs> uh, I need to own that movie. Yeah, it's really do. good. I gotta imagine there's some good like commentary on that one. There's not actually. It's really, bones. That's upsetting. It's it is upsetting, but it's worth owning. Uh, there may be like some deleted scenes. Yeah, but not. I remember there specifically not being a commentary, which is upsetting. That's a shame. On uh, October twentieth. Yes. Okay, I did something similar. I revisited a remake I hadn't seen in quite a okay. while. Uh, the Evil Dead remake. Nice. Um, I've watched that movie a lot. Time has been very uh, kind through me to yeah. that movie. <laughs> uh, I had a lot of nitpicky problems when right. I first saw that but movie. But you liked it in general. Uh, yeah, overall yeah. I, I did think I had a, a positive mm, a positive review of this popcorn. Living up to its name, uh-huh. um, but I like and and Ash versus Evil Dead happening certainly helps to temper any sure. issues. Um, you I, forgive it for not being a classic yeah, Evil Dead because yeah. now we have this. Yeah. Well, my main hangup was always the not Ash. so subtle nod. There, oh, no, there well, needs yeah. to be yeah. Ash. I don't. Be, I know you're scared to recast it, but. Sure. If you're going down this road, um, but again, I mean, that's kind of like the uh, Dr. Loomis thing where it's like the audacity of doing you give him props for an doing Evil it. Dead movie without an ash in it. I really wish that the rumor that I heard not long after that movie came out ended up being true. Oh, the crossover? Yeah, yeah. The, that Sam was going to start doing Evil Dead movies again and Fetty was going to continue on his road and eventually they would cross into each other. That would have been phenomenal. I would love. I would just love to see a sequel to the remake. Yeah, that would be great you too. Know? And depending on how long the series goes, I mean, they could. Yeah, sure. Work it into there, you know. I'd be somehow. interested to see somehow. how those two worlds mesh, though, because the remake is so dark and so serious. Yeah. Well, they need to do our uh, reanimator crossover. Yeah. <laughs> they really do. They really do. That was pretty brilliant. It was. It was damn good. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Evil Dead remake, super yeah. good. Uh, that was the twentieth. Correct. Soundtrack so good, or like the um, the score. The score. Yeah. So good. Suga. Um, <laughs> this is uh, yeah. That was the twentieth. This was a first time viewing that I highly recommend. Uh, <laughs> okay. Stitches. I wish you, everyone could see the stoned, uh, glazed smile that you just threw over here. I highly recommend. Yeah. Uh, Stitches. Stitches, yeah. You were telling me about this. Have you seen this one? No, this is Eli Roth, right? No. Oh. It's uh, British. 
I did not care for it. Really? About the, with the egg, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Didn't, I didn't really? really like it. It fell flat for me. Huh. I mean, maybe I should rewatch it. I only saw it the one time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I remember being kind of disappointed. It's definitely... I cannot... Uh, recommend it? Recommend uh, this for people. <laughs> um, it's definitely more of a comedy, horror comedy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I honestly don't remember much about it, so I I, I definitely would rewatch it. But yeah. I, I remember the reason that I don't remember much about it being that I was kind of like, when the credits rolled, I was like, eh. Yeah. I mean, the egg thing was weird. <laughs> but uh, still, interesting. Yeah. I mean, certainly original. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I thought it was fun. Um, lots of good jokes in there for me anyway. I mean, it's British humor. Mm. A little wackier, but uh, I I think it's worth a watch. Okay, I highly recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, you got your song, Joe? Oh yeah, yeah. I do actually. <laughs> I was about to go with uh, the twenty first. <laughs> stupid! I'm so fucking stupid. I'm just a big old dumb dummy. Uh, this is a song. It's weird. <laughs> Uh, you probably wouldn't expect to hear this from me. And the fact that John Carpenter guests as, uh, on like oh, the vocals okay. yeah, yeah. Um, is, you'll see that that's part of the reason. But it's also a very John Carpenter-esque song. Yeah. And I love the entire album. It's a, a band called Gunship, and the the album is called Gunship. came out in 2015. But yeah, the um, monologue that you hear at the beginning of this is... Uh, the voice of John Carpenter. So uh, enjoy Tech Noir by Gunship. I'm recording this because this could be the last thing I'll ever say. The city I once knew as home is teetering on the edge of radioactive oblivion. A 300,000 degree baptism by nuclear fire. Sorry. We had it coming. A surge of white hot atonement will be our wake-up call. Hope for our future is now a stillborn dream. The bombs begin to fall and I'm rushing to meet my love. Please remember me. There is no more.
<laughs> Ian, just, Ian just dropped a bombshell on me. <laughs> I'll send it to you. Okay. Yeah, I think I would be okay with it, though. Uh, yeah, not what you would expect from me, huh? I'm just the, just, I'm like the Spanish Inquisition over here. Yeah, people don't expect it. Yes, that is our first, um, strength. I need to rewatch that bit. <laughs> surprise, yes, yeah, surprise, our two. <laughs> CISO, I'm telling you, every episode of Monty Python is on there. Yeah, I'll probably end up, I mean, for five bucks a month. If I can't swing five bunks a month. Actually, I think um, it's four. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I think it's Watch Harmon Quest. Yep. It also and, has the entire run of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Oh, shit. Okay. And uh, Man to Man, the spinoff. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And all the young ones. Oh, nice. I still haven't watched my VHS tapes. <laughs> I got a good will of that. I've got like four volumes. I got to say, man, I think CISO is uh, getting their shit together. Yeah. I hope they continue because um, <clears throat> they're starting out really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And the prices, you can't beat it. Uh, on October twenty first, yes, I watched a movie that involved that included a tumor named Priscilla. Included a what? A tumor named Priscilla. Okay. Uh, any any <laughs> guesses? No. Scream Factory's release of Bubba Hotep. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Joe, I know you're listening. That's a good, slow, sad film. God. I, and I, I always point it out whenever I, I t- talk about this movie and people mention how sad it is. Yeah. The Lone Ranger oh, yeah. gets me every fucking time. Yep. God damn. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you, you ever, you know, you know it. <laughs> you know Bubba Hotep. Uh, Bruce Campbell plays an, uh, an elderly Elvis Presley. Uh, Ossie Davis plays uh, black John Kennedy. Uh, there's a cowboy mummy that comes and starts sucking the souls of everyone in a rest home through their assholes. Yeah. Uh, there's a scarab beetle scene that's very reminiscent of the finger that turns into a bug of Phantasm. Reg, uh, Reg is in it. Reg is in it. It's great. It's a yeah. great, uh, yeah, Don Coscarelli nailed it. You think this is one of Joe the... Joe Lansdale. Uh, Alternative uh, dimensions from Phantasm Five. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, yeah, Joe Lansdale and Coscarelli, man. I would love to see uh, that team up again. Oh, absolutely. Um, have you gotten a chance to start the Drive-In series? Not yet. No. I really want Coscarelli to be able to do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I that was how they yet, originally but... like met. Was Coscarelli read the first drive-in and got in touch with Lansdale and was like, I want to do this so bad. And Lansdale was like, yeah, the rights are kind of tied up with yeah. people. And then invited him down. This is like Lansdale popcorn. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Um, and we've talked Ooh. about this before, but Lansdale just seems, like a, just seems like a super cool guy. Yeah, I really, uh, A, hope that he is at Scares That Care next year and yes. B, um, we get to get a really cool interview with him. Yeah. Because uh, I, I, I don't know what my problem was last year at Scares That Care. Just wasn't feeling the interviews. I don't know yeah. what it was, man. But looking back on it, I'm like, dude, he, he would have totally right. done one. I mean, uh, as much Michael lo- Berryman, I know, would have yeah. done one, you know. I mean, like, as much love as we got from, uh, you know, Shocker over there. Oh, Mitch Pelegi? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I guarantee he would have given us at least like a five, yeah. ten minute interview. Kane, it seemed like he, like looking mm. back on it, everybody seemed, uh, Sid, yeah, I mean, we could have just started rolling on that story that he told God. us about uh, 
his first Did you ever pick up film. Switch, Switchblade I haven't, Sisters? I haven't yeah. yet. I need to. Um, yeah, but Bubba Hotep, it's fantastic. It's, it's, um, it is sad. Yeah. But it's, um, it's weird, man. It's like a subgenre all to itself. Yeah. Cause there's like, definitely comedic element yeah. that hits the mark really yeah. well. But I feel like this is a movie that I'm going to absolutely love as an elderly horror fan. No, for sure. If I make it that far. <laughs> but, you know, it seems like it was actually, I mean, it can be enjoyed by any age, but it, it feels like it's specifically geared toward, like, horror fans in their twilight years. Yeah. Which is so cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, you don't see that often at all. No, you don't. Um, I had Sam watch it last year for you 31 did Days, not. I think. Yeah, and she, she loved it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's a great film. Um, Nagadocious. 21st. Ah. <laughs> Here's a movie that... Muppet Treasure Island? Nope. <laughs> that I hadn't seen before. But I remember distinctly seeing Muppet box... Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> seeing box art for at any, really, uh, video rental place that I would go <laughs> a to. a bigger hit than I planned. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Robbie. Yeah, uh, thanks. House. House, yeah, oh yeah, how, not the American House. Yes, yes, yeah. that was a lot of fun. Right, I did not expect to like that movie as much as I did. Yeah, you should check out the sequel. That's like wackier from what it's I understand. much wackier. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, much wackier, but yeah. definitely the same vibe. Actually, I would say it's a lot like um, Waxwork to Waxwork Two. Okay, yeah, like okay, that level. I can of, dig that of wackiness. Yeah, um, Bull is great in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, also, I thought it was interesting that, uh, in the first house they got, um, John Ratzenberger, mm-hmm. right? Cliff from Cheers. Yes. Yeah. And in the sequel, they get Norm. Do they really? <laughs> yeah. That's great. Mm. Yeah. That was, uh, I don't know what I expected from that movie as far as like tone or mm-hmm. whatever. I, but I'm still not sure what tone it is. I man. don't I've know seen either. It a dozen times. Because at the beginning, it, it kind of feels more like a straight-up horror movie. Mm-hmm. And then it definitely and takes And there's definitely a, a lot with, like, Vietnam. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, and then it takes a like couple weird, like, early Peter ja- Jackson-esque yes. turns. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, no, great movie. I watched it on uh, YouTube. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, that feels like Vestron. It would be so cool if they could. Yeah. If it is them and they put that out as a double feature. Everybody's still waiting with bated breath for what their next releases are going to be. They still yeah. haven't said anything. I mean, it seems come like Tuesday, I will have all of them yeah. that are out currently. Seems like they've been hitting it out of the park pretty consistently. They really have. They really have. Although I got to be honest, if it weren't for Arrow putting out Chud, I probably would have skipped yeah. Bud the Chud. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan Mumford, the guy who did the uh, Ghostbuster Steel His books. Kids. No, no. Every time, <laughs> no. Uh, he did the artwork for uh, at least the first Chud release. Oh, yeah. Um, it's on me, sir. Well, I'll let you fucking get to it then. On Octubre, Bente Siete. I think that's right. Actually, no, it's twenty-two. No, dos, dos, siete, siete dos, siete dos. Yeah. That's 72, right? Dose, dose? Okay, the 22nd. <laughs> okay. Uh, I watched a really strange little arts art film 
called Amer. I'm familiar with that one. It's uh, I know. <laughs> it is a giallo film. Okay. What? But it's at the same time um, homaging uh, giallo films, but not in the way the editor does. Right. Like in a very serious way, in a very sensual, sexual, uh, psychosexual, slow burning. So definitely giallo. <laughs> yeah, but but very good, very good. Um, I don't really know what else to say about it. A lot of nudity, a lot of. Uh, I mean, is it cringe? Mo- is moments. it modern? Yeah, it is. Okay. But it's it feels uh, timeless. Gotcha. Okay. But yeah, very good. I is just, it streaming? On I picked anything? it up on a whim. No, not that I know of. I, I picked up the Blu-ray when it came out several years ago, um, just because I remember reading some stuff about it. Yeah, and thought I'll give it a shot. I'm glad I did. Yeah, I watch it maybe once every two years. Okay, um, so it's not something that I would say you have to like watch because or own because you're going to watch it a lot. Sure, but it's very good. Yeah, yeah. Amer A M E R. I mean, it's no weekly viewer. Like the cover Sallow. art, the cover art, really Sallow. <laughs> Sallow. The cover art for Amer real, uh, really is what kind of pulled me in. It's okay, very interesting psychedelic kind of cover. But yeah, good stuff. Interesting. Mm. Um, <laughs> this is a staple for me, but it was a first time viewing for Sam. Uh, Monster Squad. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> she dug it. Of course. Yeah. Uh, she did make the remark something along the lines of it feels a lot kind of like a horror Goonies ripoff. I'm like, yeah, it's a Goonies for kids who like monsters yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah, it's fantastic. Hey, I'm not coming down on either side. I love Goonies, too. Yeah, I like Monster Squad more. Wow, oh, OK. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. going to take a firm stance on that. Wow. Um. Here's something I want to pose to you. Well, hey. <laughs> okay, so have you noticed that as you get older, you become emotional a lot easier? Yes. Like, especially watching movies? Oh, yes. So, <laughs> the the part at the end, when Frankenstein's monster gets sucked in, little and, like, girl. the little girl and, like, throws the, the little dog, I'm like, why... Why Why are my eyes getting misty right now? Yep. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. I mean, I don't have an answer. I'm a grown-ass man. I'm right like, there this with you. You're, like, tearing me. up now. I am a little bit, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's weird. Wow. But, um... Just an emotional girl, I guess. I guess so. Um... You can't beat that movie for for the kind of movie that it is. It's it's so fucking good. Yeah, Jason um, Hervey plays the bully. Yeah. <laughs> the name movies made back when kids could smoke, right? <laughs> <laughs> the name is Horace. Horace, yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> it really is a ripoff. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, I do. Rem- Remember uh, the first time watching it, realizing that like the cool kid, yeah, was on uh, "Hey Dude." <laughs> was he? Really? I think so. Yeah, it's a little wild and yeah. a little strange. God, that show and salute well, you your make shorts. Your home out on the rain. Goddamn. Start your horse and come along with uh, Kmart Rick Moranis as the. But you uh, can't get a ride if you can't <laughs> hold on. Singing. 
Yippee ki yay, yippee ki yay, what? Like the cowboys say. I'm actually pretty uh, pretty impressed right now. Yippee ki yay, yippee ki yay, till the break of day. Yep. Hey, dude. Uh, the worst. The absolute <laughs> worst. I don't really remember that. Show I don't either. At all. But it is. It has got to be fucking terrible. And I almost buy it every time I go to Walmart. <laughs> they have like the complete series for like a dollar. Yeah, I and mean, I would absolutely I, buy <laughs> Salute Your Shorts if I found it for cheap. See, somehow Salute Your Shorts was like I don't know how I, I don't really know it. Really? Yeah. I mean, it is like right at the same time. Was it really? Yeah. Then why do I know Hey Dude, but not that? And then um, I'm shocked actually that I haven't bought uh pete and pete yet oh yeah that was a big one for me pete and pete was great i have almost bought that they're still great now have have you seen any of the stuff they've been doing on like youtube i haven't no i think they both have podcasts yeah yeah um any tamborelli is pretty pretty cool yeah um problem child little little pete (laughs) yeah yeah um i've almost bought that negamitis uh arnie pin like (laughs) 10 times now (laughs) Uh, oh, did you see that Fright Rags put out a uh, Erie, Indiana collection? No. Yeah. It's nice. kind of cool. A couple pins and a couple shirts. I saw that they have some uh, Rob Zombie shirts coming out, one of them being uh, Werewolf Women of the SS. Yeah. Oh, they're re- available. Oh, they are yeah, out yeah. now. Oh. Yeah. 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 Oh, but they're doing uh, officially licensed ghost shirts next year. Oh, shit. Through Fright Rags. Nice. Yeah. It's just... My guess is that they're having to wait to figure, to, like, to see the new for Papa. Papa to be unveiled yeah. to really do anything, I, but God, why doesn't anyone do tall sizes? <laughs> Pisses me off, dude. So much. I got the same issue the other way, so don't come crying to me. <laughs> Wide sizes. <sighs> yeah, uh, we uh, should do a streamatorium of Hey, dude. Yeah, we should. <laughs> um, oh, it's, it's you, twenty-three on uh, October twenty-third. I watched. Uh, I get a lot of shit for saying this, but this is my favorite of of this group's films. Okay. Fucking Club Dread. That's your favorite? Yes. Huh. Because it's the best. <laughs> I mean, I love Quite it. Quite simply. I, I do Look, Super Troopers is very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Club Dread is the fucking best. Wow. Everything else is not very good. I need, I need to I'm sorry, Beer it. Fest was not very good. I enjoyed Beer Fest, but... Um, Slam and Salmon was I've heard it's really bad, yeah. Uh, I have hope for um, Super Troopers, too. Yeah. Look, I love Super Troopers, mm-hmm. and before Club Dread came out, like, yes, yeah. I was a go-to. But once I saw Club <laughs> Dread, the extended cut, right? holy shit. I mean, as a horror fan, wow. I mean... Bill Paxton. <laughs> exactly. Uh. <laughs> so many lions. <laughs> Play Margaritaville. I believe you mean my song, uh, Pina Colada Berg. A little song that came out four fucking years before Margaritaville was ever on the goddamn map. It was uh. like his handler. I can't remember the actor's name. The big dude, kind of older guy. Yeah. Uh, MC Ganey is his name. He's fantastic. Um, God damn, that movie's so funny. <laughs> we have Jungle Rats? 
Holy shit. And another one never released on Blu-ray. Really? Really. Huh. I can't believe that we're trying to solve murders listening to the dumbest fucking song I've ever heard in my life. Oh! Well, don't hold back. Uh, just tell me how you feel. I've won four fucking gold records. How many do you have? Paxton, man. Fucking Paxton in that movie makes it. Uh. Yeah, and I remember it uh, solidified my love for Brittany Daniels. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's such a good movie. All the songs. <laughs> yeah. Naughty Cow, Bongo and Toki. Got high as a A ponytail will get you tail, but keep it out of my Mai Tai. Hey, remember that time we came back from Richmond and for like an hour and a half we <laughs> just spoke Pao. in nothing but Kung Pao lines? <laughs> yep. Uh, good times. <laughs> Put two tires on my Jeep flat. Maybe today I'll stay in from the sun. Oh. Pina Colada burger. <laughs> <laughs> Um, pleasure island, an island of pleasure. No need to stop and think. Pleasure island, beautiful treasure. Come on down and have a drink. <laughs> I've threatened every summer since that movie came out to have a fucking Club Dread party. Do it. Where everyone has to come as a character from Club Dread. I do it over my dad's pool. We project the movie and just hang out and get fucking hammered. Oh, that'd be so fun. Yeah, I'd be up for that. I should do that. Yeah. Do that. Do that. Um, the 23rd for me. <laughs> I'm watching it tonight. Yeah, you should. I absolutely am. Um, well, can we keep talking about Club Dread? Club <laughs> Dread is definitely going to be a summer streamo from us. Oh, yeah. At some point. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I'd totally be down for that, too. It's I, It's been a little while since I've seen it. Uh, myself but uh yeah that's a good one <laughs> the, i think i'm just the opposite way of you with super troopers and club dread i think most people are yeah because i mean they're pretty damn close but super troopers just yeah. squeaks by um club dread for me though i think it's because i'm a stoner who loves horror movies yeah and that's what that movie is absolutely i'm not a cop yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, Movies clearly, really have to be tailor made to me for me to like them. No, like I said, I love Super Troopers. Yeah, and I rewatched the shit out of yeah. that. The beginning with the fucking kids in the car. Holy shit! Uh, you boys like Mexico? <laughs> you know how fast you're going? Sixty-five. He's already pulled over. He can't pull over any further. Those are shrooms, dude. <laughs> so there, you can give me that like hundred and twenty bucks. <laughs> Candy bars. <laughs> Am I saying meow? <laughs> anyway, okay, we, we're going down the dark path farther? here. Hell yeah, bet you do. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, you gonna burn my country music award? <laughs> saying you better watch your ass. Oh, you're gonna light my ass on fire, Mr. Charlie Rich. <laughs> Shun, sunshine on my fucking shoulder. <laughs> 24. Come in, 24. Do you need assistance? 
Sigar Ramrod. You didn't say Gar Ramrod. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> License registration. Chicken fucker. <laughs> Jim Gaffigan. <in> the- <laughs> yeah. uh, shit, this is a horror podcast. Could you uh, uh, step down off the vehicle, please? <laughs> Could you uh, step down off the vehicle, please? <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you sure are. <laughs> the next cut is to black and use here. Yeah, so that was the third time I had crabs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yep, Super Troopers. So 23 for you. 23. Uh, another YouTube viewing. Uh, Rawhead Rex. But Club Dread. If we could just go back for a second. <laughs> oh, Tourist Trap. That's a great movie. Nice. Uh, yeah, still have never seen it. It's... um. I'm very. This is not <laughs> this is disturbing. This is a disturbing place <laughs> for this to sit. Take a picture of this so people see what we're faced with. So yeah. when you get to this point in the podcast, go search on our. Uh... Oh now it's oh. Oh, son of a bitch. Never mind. That buffering though. It was a. I guess the. I guess YouTube froze on a really terrifying picture from a tourist trap. Yeah. Kind of reminiscent of uh, the, the shot of the girl from uh, Sleepaway Camp. It just <laughs> yes. like stayed there way too long. Um, I want to have a Sleepaway Camp party too. Oh God. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, Rawhead Rex. Yeah, it's streaming on YouTube, right? Yeah, it's um. I'm trying to get the words to describe how I felt about this movie. It's great for a lot of reasons. Um, mostly because it does stick very close to the story from, uh, Oh really? Yeah. From volume one of books of blood. That sounds right to me. Um, but, uh, you know, for the most part, good performances. Um, you know, they, they do have some deviations from the story uh, and they add a little bit just cause you know, they have to, it's a full length movie mm-hmm. for a, what, like 30 page short story. Um, but, uh, yeah, the effects on Rawhead, not good. Really? It's just, I mean, it's a guy in a rubber suit and he can't move his head. Um, you know, um, glowing red eyes. Um, but it's surprising what they keep in the movie from the story. Like, uh, um, you know, Rex eating the main guy's son like pulling him out of the car and just eating him. Like you see that, um, you see the part where Rex, uh, like baptizes the crazy clergyman nice. by pissing on him. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, um, really good. Um, if you can get past the fact that it's clearly a lower budget film, um, it's, uh, certainly worth a watch, I mean, especially for being on YouTube. Cause you can't, it's not on DVD. Um, right. you know, you can get it on VHS, but the cheapest I found it was, uh, like 40 bucks. I you're going to get a big kick out of it, okay? I bet you watched you and Kelly and, and most of it's just common sense. Like right now, I'm making my famous coconut peach pie. Can anyone guess the secret ingredient? Come on. Coconut peach pie. <laughs> Secret ingredient, <laughs> coconut, peas, uh, coconut. Yes, goddammit. Yes. Yes. 
Tony has to put up with his shit. <laughs> 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 Jesus. I'm so fucking hot. I'm sorry. <laughs> so would you suggest... Oh. <laughs> All right. Would I suggest what now? Here we go. There's a little place where the sun sleeps late. Got pouring a shot of tequila. It's a little place called Pleasure Island. And that's where I'd like to feel you. It's easy to find. I'm sorry. I'm so into that movie, though. Uh, thanks, Robbie. Right. Would I suggest what now? I'll be awaiting. Rawhead Rex, would you suggest? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Beautiful treasure. Come on down and have a drink. <laughs> All right. Sorry. All right. Uh, everything. 24. Oh, 24? You'll never guess. <laughs> I rewatched uh, Club Dread. Oh, you did? Okay. My no, turn. I didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> wanted to be a dick for a second there. Sorry. A second? What are you talking about? Where are we? 24th? Yes. Uh, 24th. Finally on Blu-ray, I watched for the first time in easily a decade, Toby Hooper's uh, Salem's Lot. Yeah. And? I really liked it a lot more than I remembered. Yeah. Uh, quite a bit more. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know it's a slower, slower. It film. is. It was a two night film. TV film. Okay, uh, TV film, <laughs> TV movie, um, but obviously shot on film and shot right. it as a film and then cut together as a film. But it is very long. It's nearly three hours, I believe. Damn. Um, but yeah, really good. Yeah, uh, slow but really good. A really cool take on the uh, the vampire ge- vampire genre, uh, starring Pitor. From uh, what we do in the shadows, mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, very good. And the commentary with uh, Toby, as always, of is course, splendid. Yeah, I uh, I haven't seen that one since I was a kid, but I like two parts really stick out. Um, the kid like floating at the window yep. uh, that freaked me the fuck out. Yep. And uh, this isn't really a part, but just in general, um, it was the first time I was exposed to a Nosferatu style mm. vampire. Yeah. And really, really dug it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's interesting that he's got the fangs in the front. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's super blue. Super blue for some reason. Yep. And uh, uh, Ghost stole some imagery from, <laughs> yeah. uh, for their first album. Yeah. Yeah, really good. I, I suggest revisiting it, especially if you're like me and we're kind of like not remembering it as being as good as... I mean, it's still super cheap. still 10 bucks on Amazon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. All three of them are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Going yeah. to Jerry McSeinfeld again. <laughs> oh, the potato famine. Hey, hey, hey. Where are you? Where are you? The 24th. Do you need some more? Uh, I'm good. <laughs> um, <clears throat> this one, I... I'm kind of on the fence as to whether I'd even classify it as horror, really. Um, But this is a movie you put on my radar a while back that I just hadn't seen until the 24th. Um, Sightseers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ben Wheatley. Really weird. 
Really weird. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. If that isn't an example of like a psychotic romantic relationship, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what is. Um, but I mean, it's Ben Wheatley. It's one of the, you know, it's his, it's kind of his MO where it just kind of starts off as a normal movie. And then at some point, usually about halfway through, it takes a weird fucking turn. Show enough. And, uh, yeah, no, really dug it though. Um, the ending was good. Mm-hmm. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of saw it coming, but, uh, really, really good movie. Yep. Um, streaming on Netflix has been on there for quite mm-hmm. a while. Um, since the days of Monk. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. I need to watch like all of his movies. Tony Shalhoub? Yes. Uh, ben Wheatley. Uh, I still oh, haven't yeah. seen The Field in England. Field in England? Uh, again. <laughs> of what I've seen, and I, I'm sure I haven't seen everything. I know I haven't watched High Rise yet. Right. Which is also streaming on Netflix. Which I've heard is great. I have too. Uh, but of the ones I've seen, I think um, Kill List is, oh, is my favorite. Yeah, and Kill List, um, I didn't watch it this month, but just for the listener's information, it is on Amazon Prime right now. Oh, cool. I think. I didn't know that. It's either Amazon Prime or Hulu. I know it's not Netflix, but it's one of the others. Okay, or you can just borrow it from me. <clears throat> right. Um, I think this winter I'm going to start having just kind of like, um, not surprise, but just like... Um, I'm going to start putting out like on Friday night, like late Friday nights and Saturday nights. Mm-hmm. Just put out like a message on Facebook and, and uh, Instagram. Anybody that wants to come over and just watch movies. Oh, nice. I'm just going to hang out in the living room. Nice. From yeah. Like, you know, Friday night at midnight. <clears throat> Till question mark. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to swing by. Yeah. Like Steven and Walt, guys like that who, who listen to the show. Right. Well, <laughs> anyway, Steven anyway. That's some shit that... Uh, <laughs> I could have just told you off the show. Um, 25th. 25th. I went back to documentaries. Nice. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, watched American Grindhouse. Nice. Yeah. It's very good. A lot of John Landis in that movie. Nice. Which is always welcome. Uh, narrated by uh, Robert Forrester, as it should be. Mm. Um, I believe it's the same group that gave us um, American Nightmare. Okay. Uh, like the history of the American horror film, which is required viewing. Uh, so good. Yeah. But, like, they've really nailed the narrators. Like, Robert Forrester makes all the sense in the world for American Grindhouse and um, for American Night. Was it American? No, it's not American Nightmare. Nightmares in Red, White, and Blue. Right. Uh, Lance Henriksen. Oh, nice. Narrates. It's just perfect. Um, but yeah, but they're a very good double feature, but, um, yeah, American Grindhouse is all about, you know, like Grindhouse films. It's yeah. Not all horror. It's a lot of sexploitation and exploitation and stuff right. like that, but so good. And you hear it like straight from those who lived it and made it sure. and hung out. Like Joe Dante talks about how he was at a, in a Grindhouse theater in New York on, um, 42nd street and, uh, a guy <laughs> like was murdered. Oh, shit. And they didn't stop the movie, and no one left. <laughs> Murdered in the theater. Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. And, like, the cops came in and everything. But yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. It's great. It's really, really good. So, yeah, that was the 25th. I could see the Plaza Theater doing something like that, like Grindhouse. Mm. 
like because <clears throat> that's kind of what they did with the previous owners. They would do oh the the um what was it called ArcLight? Yes, yeah. yeah. Where they would do like what they do now, where it's between new release and dollar theater, mm-hmm. you know, for like three dollars, and then they would do like cult movie nights, and, right? Um, they just didn't advertise. No. There was never anyone there, so I think people just assumed it was still shut down. Right. You know? I mean, granted, it is in kind of the sketchier part of town. A it's in a bit. weird, it's like tucked away in the yeah. sketchy part of town, though. Like, yeah. it almost feels uh, safe. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I saw um, Halloween 2 in the theater. Hmm. Yeah. Um, hmm. 25 uh, for me. Uh, oh, finally watched The Green Room. Oh. God damn. Yeah. Oh, oof. Edge of your fucking seat. God. That was Big a, time. That was uncomfortable to watch. How about Macon in that movie? <sighs> fucking love Macon. Yeah. Um, Patrick Stewart in that movie. Uh, Anton Yelchin. Is that who that was? <laughs> Anton Yelchin yeah. in one of his final roles. Uh, um, a fantastic role. Yeah. The thing I love about uh, Sonia's movies is that uh, like with this one in Blue Ruin, the violence is very, like, blunt, like, gut punch. Mm-hmm. And just very, like, matter of fact. You yeah. know, like, it's not it's choreographed. Not really choreographed or sensationalized. It's just like, he just got shot in the face. Yeah. And now he's dead. Yeah. Oh, Moving the bar? On. Oh, goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> I know something they don't. <laughs> yeah. <Whew. laughs> um, remind me a lot of when the guy gets shot in the field in Blue Ruin. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I really want to say more, but it's a newer movie. I don't want to ruin anything, but yeah. oh, man, I love when they take the stage and do Nazi punks <laughs> fuck off by dead Kennedy's fucking great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a fantastic film. Um, the 26th, uh, most, uh, I'm noticing a lot of these I watched because they came in the mail that day. Right. Um, but this one I had problems with, I, I, I had shipping issues, hmm. but it finally showed up. So I was able to, uh, rewatch cat's eye. Oh, nice. Um, which is such a distressing <laughs> anthology film. I remember seeing it as a kid and it literally scared me. Yeah. Um, there are three sequences. One is about, uh, when one stars James Woods hmm. as a guy who's trying to quit smoking. Yeah. And there's a strange new, <laughs> company that guarantees that you'll quit but it's like fucked up the way they guarantee it <laughs> um yeah, i don't want to ruin anything because i want i really want you to see this yeah, movie yeah no um that's... the second one is about a guy who uh, makes a bet and has to scale around the top floor of a like penthouse building hmm. it's like hundreds of stories <clears throat> in the air yeah, and the guy inside keep with nothing except the ledge and his fingers, Ugh. and the guy inside keeps making it more and more difficult, popping out the window and shit. If you have a fear of heights, this segment will oh. really upset you. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think it's where my fear of heights came from. Yeah, uh, and then the third one is about a troll that steals children's breath with Drew Barrymore. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird, but yeah. Is uh, there a wraparound? I don't remember. I mean, the only real wraparound is there's a black cat. Okay. That kind of weaves in and out of every episode. So the movie just starts with the first bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm. But really effective, really good. It's kind of like a um, a more 
I want to say dark. Well, yeah, a darker uh, um, creep, creep show. show. Yeah. Um, very little humor yeah. in Cat's Eye. And there is a commentary track on it with the director. I haven't listened to it yet, but I, I look forward to that. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> 26th. This was a tough one. Um, it's a movie I hadn't seen since I was a kid, like early teens. Um, <clears throat> that I picked up on DVD at Walmart for super cheap, like years ago, and hadn't watched it since buying it. Was it Hey Dude? No, <clears throat> I'm getting a little choked up here. It's all right, man. You can um, tell us. And again, Werewolf fan, got to watch werewolf movies. Uh-huh. American Werewolf in Paris. Oh wow! What a fucking travesty that movie. Really, is. I never saw it. <clears throat> it's um not good. Just not, not good. That seems to be the general consensus. Like, I don't yeah. know anyone that, like, praises that film. Yeah, I mean, the the werewolves themselves, it's all CGI. Yeah, of course. Which at that time is not a good thing because it does not age <laughs> yeah. well at all. The werewolves themselves don't look atrocious. Mm-hmm. Um, but the transformation scenes, the little bit that you see is bad. Um, Especially becoming off of or associating yourself with a film that has such amazing transformation effects. Right. Thank you, Rick Baker. And I think the best way to describe it, remember that uh, uh, like Korean or whatever uh, poster I got of American Wolf in London? I'm not really racist. Right. That I I gave to Naughton. How it made it look like a teen sex comedy. That's what this movie is. Oh, wow. It's like these three thrill-seeking college friends backpacking through Europe and all that. And uh, they meet this chick and the main guy falls in love with her because she tries to commit suicide by jumping off the Eiffel Tower. And he was setting up to bungee jump off the Eiffel Tower. So he jumps and say it. And it just goes. Spoiler alert. Just goes downhill from there. And the soundtrack is so bad. The only note that I wrote down for this movie was fucking Smash Mouth. Oh, God. Really? <laughs> yeah. Walking on the Sun? I think so. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. I really wanted to at least like this movie. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Because it's bad. How about the latest news from the American Werewolf camp? I have never been so conflicted oh, I'm in my excited. life. Um, because I do like the work that Max Landis has done. Mm. I just this this is my favorite horror movie of all time. <laughs> right. So the the idea of it being remade while I am excited and I know that John Landis is involved and and there's a good team behind it, I'm still just very cautiously optimistic. Is there someone else's hands you would feel more comfortable with it being in? I mean it seems like what what any the the best you could ask for in a remake, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I, I just this isn't. I mean, I know Tommy Wiseau is writing it. <laughs> oh hi, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> that would kill the theme in the Griffin Dunn role. Oh God. Yeah, I. He happens to be a friend of mine. I really, really hope it's good. It, it will be. Yeah. You heard it here first. <clears throat> yeah. Max, don't let me down. I mean, you said that John, about the... you watch him. 
Yeah, you said that about the new Ghostbusters. You know, no, it didn't. It did not. We'll <laughs> get did, to that. Uh, I did not. Next episode. Um, um, yeah. So in closing, uh, yeah, American Wealth in Paris is dog shit. <laughs> in closing, Tom Everett Scott. <laughs> Is that who stars in it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on October 27th, let's cleanse that palate as soon as we can. <laughs> I uh, went back and watched From Dusk Till Dawn. Nice. So good. Yeah. So goddamn good. Quentin Tarantino is good in yeah. this fucking movie. Yeah. I don't know that I need to say a whole lot about From Dusk Till Dawn. <laughs> His it's best just... role since Django Unchained. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> Doing his best Mick Garris impression. Mick Garris? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> Thanks, Robbie. Um Yeah, no, I it's a fantastic movie. Yep. Great cast. Um Tom Savini. Yeah. Sex Machine. Um I remember that was the first time I think that was the first movie I'd ever known of George Clooney being in. Because it was definitely early into his film career. It was after Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Right. Because um, it was back when uh, Irv And after the Facts of Life. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, that, that's... It is the horror, like, siege film. Oh, yeah. For me, yeah. <laughs> I won't be me anymore. I'll be a lap dog of Satan. <laughs> Harvey Keitel in that movie, man. Oh, God damn. Uh, yeah. The moment where Julia Lewis has to shoot her brother. Yeah. It's pretty intense. Yeah. The movie is pretty intense. It has a great soundtrack. The Blasters are on the soundtrack. Yeah. So good. And um, most any way that you buy that movie now, other than streaming it, it also includes the um, feature documentary. Oh, uh, Full, Full Tilt, Tilt Boogie. Boogie. Yeah. That's a fabulous, uh, like, glimpse. That is another movie I watched a lot on my uh, PSP. From Dust Till Dawn? Yeah. Nice. And and even the PSP, the little tiny disc, had Full Tilt Boogie on it. <coughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Yep, so that's, uh, yeah, From Dust Till Dawn. Michael Parks yep. in that movie. Love that man. That movie and is the reason. tore up little girls. That movie is the reason that Michael Parsons in Tusk. No, um, Red State, rather. Sorry. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I remember uh, hearing Smith talk about that. Uh, 27th. Oh. I reckon I won't just go. Uh, we'll get him. <laughs> 27th. I watched uh, Hellraiser 3. Oh, goddamn. Oh, it's got me! <laughs> <laughs> uh is three hell on earth yeah directed by uh anthony hickox yep who directed the uh, wax clips and if i was gonna go for the good ones <laughs> i did too um, sundown of vampire retreats yeah anthony hickox um, i will be rewatching that movie soon when, once uh the scarlet box comes in i think um which is about a month away now yeah i i think it gets a lot of uh not a, a lot of shit mm. for reasons I don't understand. This is the one that like revolves around the monolith, right, mm-hmm. of the Cenobites, right? That's right. Yeah, I saw that movie in the Fort Entertainment nice. Theater. Yep, nice. 
Um, I mean, certainly not my favorite Hellraiser movie. Yeah. But um, very solid. Um, you know, it's cool that you get a little um, backstory on the guy who would be Pinhead. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that being a big selling point yeah. of that movie when it came out. Yeah. I mean, you know, I get it. You know, some people think that the new Cenobites are silly. And I understand. And they are. They are. <laughs> like the guy with the camera eye uh-huh. and, and the guy who sh- kills you with uh, CDs. Uh-huh. Um, I get it. Still a good movie. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm willing to uh, accept that. I, I haven't seen it in years yeah. and years, but I look forward to rewatching it soon. <laughs> On the 28th, I watched a movie that is rarely spoken of hmm. in a good way or a bad way. I never hear anyone bring this movie up, but I absolutely love it. And it's a movie that I can revisit rather frequently and not get tired of. Uh, the Ninth Gate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like that flick. Mm-hmm. Franklin Jella is amazing in it He's as the great. villain. Mm-hmm. Um, Depp is very solid as uh, Corso. Right. It's got that bit of, um, you know, um, Da Vinci Code sort of mm-hmm. tracking down relic feel to it it's all about the devil it's mm-hmm. fucking great it's sexy the yeah. other Johnny Depp film like that for me that is almost exactly like this and that no one ever talks about it but I can watch it endlessly is uh, Secret Window yeah mm-hmm. such a good movie yeah yeah. but uh, yeah uh, I didn't watch that The Ninth Gate though so good yeah I remember it being Polanski it's a Polanski right. film so it is um it's a slower burn but it's not boring cuz you do still have that sense of dread like you know shit's going to get weird yeah, you know Yeah it's like a devil noir Yeah <clears throat> with a bit of adventure thrown in Yeah And that chick is so hot Yeah Yeah You know a movie I need to rewatch that I the watched for the first time Secret not Wonder? that long ago No um Angel Heart like I need to oh. just buy that yeah, I need, I need to buy that too, yeah. I think it's like 12 bucks on Amazon right now. <coughs> that movie is worth it alone for... Um, Louis Cipher. For Louis's um, monologue <laughs> the with egg the egg. Peeling. Oh. God damn. Louis Cipher. Come on. <laughs> Lou Garreau. <coughs> I feel like that would be a really good... A double feature would be, uh, would be um, Angel Heart and... Um, Oh no! <laughs> thanks, Robbie. Yeah, thanks, Robbie. Oh, it was going to be a good one too. Who's in it? I don't know. <laughs> I do not remember anything about a few seconds ago. Huh? Oh, it's back. Uh, Angel Heart and uh, Serpent in the Rainbow. Oh yeah, yeah. I might yeah. try that soon. Yeah, I would think that would work pretty well. Glad, glad I pulled that out there at the end. Uh, was it you? 28th, yeah. Uh, speaking of James Woods from a little while ago, uh, I rewatched uh, John Carpenter's Vampires. <laughs> no, I love that movie. Um, it does not get the love that it should. It doesn't. James Woods is fucking great. Mm-hmm. Um, that Baldwin brother Daniel. is good in a movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's also in King of the Ants, which I think Stuart you were, Gordon. Yeah, which I think you were saying you a lot of people have said you need to watch. Yeah, that's a weird one. 
Um, yeah, no, Vampires is fucking brilliant. Yeah, uh, available from Twilight Time if they're not sold out uh, on Blu-ray. I think they are, because uh, uh, I remember checking on not that long ago. I only got one copy. No. <clears throat> they were like 35 bucks or something. They're not that expensive. Um, but yeah, for the off chance, if you haven't seen that movie, guys, buy it. It's great. Mark Boone Jr.? I yeah. like him a lot. Um, it's based off a novel that I, after rewatching it, I put in my wish list. I need to. I like him a lot, actually, Mark Boone Jr. Yeah. Um, anytime he peeps, he peeps mm-hmm. <laughs> into something, uh, I was so happy to to see him on uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. I'm playing Bobby Elvis. Yeah. Um, he was fantastic. He's great in uh, Thirty Days of Night. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I was. I was trying to see how long it would take for you to bring up Thirty Days of Night. Yeah. He dies super hard in that movie. Yeah, he yeah. does. Um, what, uh, you said it's based on a novel? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Called John Carpenter's Vampires? Yes. <laughs> no, it's just called Vampires by a guy named something funny Garo. enough. Something Stakely. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. On the 29th. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we were running through this. What's our time looking like? No, we're, we're good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we need to be running through this. We're at 240. Oh, okay. Um, on the 29th, uh, really the only disappointment in my list, hmm. uh, which I knew was going to be a disappointment, but I, several factors made me want to go back and revisit it. Uh, the third and forgotten Tales from the Crypt film, uh, Ritual. Oh, yeah. I've yeah, never seen this not, one. It's not very Tim good. Curry, right? Yeah, yeah. He's good in it. Yeah. That's about it. Uh, it's it's just James Vanderbeek? I don't think so. I don't remember him. No, I'm thinking of the straight-to-DVD Clive Barker movie. Sorry. Uh, Nightmare Detective? No. Uh, Books of Blood? No. Oh. It's something... Like, I I think it's an original movie. I don't think it's based off of anything. Oh. Yeah. I don't remember it being very good, though. Oh. Well. Um, Yeah, just not... It's... I mean, it's in that kind of angel heart, serpent in the rainbow vein. It's um, like a... On an island, like Haiti or Jamaica or somewhere, I can't even play, remember gotcha. where it was, but it just kind of all falls apart as it plays out. Do they play it straight, or is it? Does it have some kooky? It's fairly tales straight. From the crypt? Yeah. It's fairly straight. I mean, the crypt keeper does the intro and outro, but okay. I believe I can't even remember if he does now that I'm thinking about it. But yeah, it just it falls very flat, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> Um, I just saw what I watched on the 30th, sorry. <laughs> uh, the 29th, uh, the last of my YouTube viewings, uh, because again, this is one you can't find. It's on DVD, but it's out of print and incredibly expensive. Uh, Cemetery Man. Oh, yeah, I own that. Ah, yeah, so good. Such a good That's one. That's got to come out soon. I would hope so. Uh, I mean, Dylan Dog was fine. I liked Dylan Dog yeah. a lot, actually. Yeah. I don't understand all the hate. Right. It was actually a little more true to the to the comic source for material. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But no, I do love Cemetery Man. It's yeah. Fantastic. Um, the girl in that is just stunning in that classic like Italian kind of way. Yeah. You know. Um. Definitely some Sam Raimi esque moments in that movie mm-hmm. um but uh <clears throat> really really quite good um 
yeah, if you haven't seen this, this is definitely worth tracking down, uh, even if it's just on YouTube. Um, but, uh, yeah. That was another one that I got back when uh, I did the disc to home uh, Netflix. Ah. <laughs> That's the first time I saw it. Um. On the 30th, ah. um, I watched a film. As I recall, it was a horror film. <laughs> Indeed it was. <clears throat> um... I'm trying to think of the best way to talk about this movie. (laughs) How about that? Did you guess it? I did. I guess. Fucking song. It is. It sure uh, is. Why don't I fucking plan this shit out? What movie is this? Valtorgo in or out? Patient, dear. Very well. The master will be very disturbed. I'll get the, the luggage. <laughs> God. That's right. Uh. I watched a movie that is not nearly as bad as everyone says. You watched it straight. You didn't watch the... uh... Uh, No, I own the the special edition (laughs) Blu-ray. I love how, like, assertive you were by saying that, like, defensive. (laughs) Like, no, I own it on Blu-ray. Yeah, from Synapse Films. Documentaries, commentaries... (laughs) Unfortunately, uh, last week we lost Tom Naiman, right. who played the master, Yeah, um, who is uh, prevalent on this special edition Blu-ray that everyone should have. Um, <laughs> the movie makes no sense. Right. The movie is much better with MST3K yes. behind it. But. Much like Touch of Satan. But. It was not difficult to get through for me watching the actual film. And I don't know if the restoration helped because it does look quite good. Um, but those those characters are genuinely kind of fucking scary. The Master <laughs> and Torgo? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen it straight? I haven't. I suggest... <laughs> turn the Nick Nolte there. What? <laughs> Man, I was saying to me, goddamn film of Tom Neiman or Bad Boy last week. Oh, 
Um, <laughs> <clears throat> no, I suggest watching it uh, as a film. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. God, that took a long time to get to. I'm so sorry, you guys. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Damn sweet tarts ropes. Mm. They get you. They gonna get you. On the thirtieth, uh, another movie I'd never Come seen before. Get you. Get you. Get you. By the guys who did the Last Circus. That's a fucking <clears throat> movie. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Jesus God. <laughs> I didn't know they did anything else. Yeah, uh, witching and bitching. I know that title. Yeah, I put it in the fez a while back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and you weren't sure if it was a real one or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of the same actors in it. Um, definitely more lighthearted <laughs> than uh, this. But, Can't um, get a lot darker. Basically, it's these uh, three guys and one of the guy's kids uh, are on the run after pulling a jewelry heist and end up uh, driving out into the country and end up getting stuck in this house. That's uh, run by witches. Uh-huh. Um, and the whole thing is they want to take the kid and and use it in a sacrifice for this, like, witch god and all this. And, uh, I'm familiar. Um, yeah. Pretty good. Really yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I will ever watch Last Circus again. <laughs> I bought it on DVD not, not long ago. Yeah, I I paid thirty five dollars at Best Buy for that movie or at uh, Barnes and Noble. No shit on Blu ray for that movie. Oh, okay, yeah. And I watched it, <laughs> and I was like, I just paid thirty five dollars <laughs> for a single viewing of a fucking movie. Yeah, not that it's a bad movie. Oh no, it's it's quite good. It's actually beautiful. It's <clears throat> harsh. It is brutal. Yeah, it's brutal. Brutal. There you go. Yeah. Um, but Witching and Bitching, it's definitely more of a comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, the same chick is in it, which is a plus. Yeah. And she's like a... Maria Bello. Uh, like biker chick. She's got like one side of her head is shaved. And yeah. It's a good look for her. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, it's on Netflix, I believe. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, on Halloween, I um, kind of went full circle, and mm. uh, where I started with Plan Nine and Ed Wood, ah. <clears throat> I ended with uh, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Nice, uh, followed by the Psycho Legacy documentary. Nice. Um, I don't really need to talk about Psycho. <laughs> I don't think um, now would be a good time for anyone who hasn't in a while. To look up the trailer for Psycho, yeah, on YouTube because it's probably the best trailer for a film ever. Yeah, uh, it's like ten minutes long. Jesus it's Christ. Alfred Hitchcock hosts it. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, the Psycho Legacy is a fantastic documentary too. Mm. Um, I would like for it to be a little more exhaustive, more like Crystal Lake Memories or sure. um, the Never Sleep Again. Yeah, because it is rather short, but they do talk about all of the. Uh, films. Oh wow! Okay, um, but I feel like th- there could be a lot more said. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that being said, it is very good. And there, it's a two disc set. It's very cheap. It's um, chock full of features. But one of the best is um, one of the only 
appearances that uh, Anthony Perkins made at a horror convention. Oh, wow. Doing a Q&A. Uh, and he is so fucking likable. Is he? And wonderful and um, tender. Almost. Like, oh, wow. Okay. You really like understand him. Like He talks a lot about how angry he used to be about Norman Bates. Right. <clears throat> and does it in a way that like makes you understand sure you know it's just it's really marvelous and it's like because he didn't want that to be like his career right yeah um but he's so charming and so so weird looking he's wearing like a windbreaker and these huge glasses that are like attached to his neck you know like with a necklace oh my god um but he's very open and very charming and it's well worth it just it's like 30 40 minutes shot on someone's video camera yeah i'm sure on a cassette tape but uh (laughs) They they brushed it up pretty nice and nice. it sounds and looks pretty wonderful. But I don't know if that's a if just that is available on YouTube anywhere. But hmm. I wouldn't say like we were talking about earlier. Like, like I don't weep, but like I I get filled with emotion when yeah. I watch this like yeah. talk by uh, Anthony Perkins and just it really puts a lot of shit in perspective <laughs> for some reason. It's 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 really wonderful. So. I highly recommend, of course, I highly recommend Psycho. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the Psycho legacy is uh, well worth your time. Yeah. So that's how I ended my, uh, well, that's how I ended the 31 Days of Halloween. Actually, on Halloween, I watched a marathon of the Halloween films while no one came to trick or treat. (laughs) It was so sad. I was so high and so full of candy and, and, uh, so ready to give it out to the youngest. Yeah. Yeah. It was sad. Mm. I just sat there and watched my five jack o' lanterns, like, Slowly hey, here's out. something that I learned too. Uh, Jack and lanterns, yeah, um, don't last long no. at all. They get real gross real quick. Yeah, they do. Didn't know that. <laughs> Did not know that. Uh, yeah, I kind of had to scrape them off of the porch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever do anything with the guts? I didn't. No, I just threw them out. No, yeah, yeah. I do like some baked pumpkin seeds. I do too. But who has that fucking patience? <laughs> If you could just throw the whole slop in the fucking oven, <laughs> right? If if the gross, and then it would all burn away except for the seeds. That would the, be great. like gross mucusy flesh would just <laughs> go away. Yeah. Um. Well, I ended my uh, thirty-one days of Halloween um, by watching a movie that, for as long as I've owned it, has been my Halloween day movie. I think I know what movie this is. Uh, Trick or treat. Yep, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, it's a good. It's it's great, man. It's a. It's great, man. It's, <laughs> don't turn it into Joel Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Uh, no, nah, it's really great, man. Um. <laughs> hey, remember that time you abandoned me while I was hanging out with Joel? Robinson? How I you had... and Will abandoned me? How Will pulled that fucking like juke spin move in the elevator to get out of it? I had no choice. <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, text me the room number. Okay. <laughs> While I pretend to be on the phone. <laughs> Getting an important call. Uh, but yeah, Trick or Treat, um, certainly the best modern um, anthology film. Um, modern horror an- anthology, anyway. Um, you just can't agree. Yeah, agreed. I mean, fantastic performances throughout. Great cast. I keep hearing things about the sequel. Yeah, but I've heard it for years. Yeah, 
I'm tired of believing it. It's like become a ravager type of situation well, and for me. The last I heard, it was more solid news, though. It was like, uh, oh, okay, they found a director, and <laughs> I said uh, it's being written now, and so I think it will happen in the foreseeable future. But who knows? We can hope. But yeah, uh, yeah. Everyone in that movie is so good. The principal, yeah. Charlie Brown's an asshole. <laughs> Sounds like a goddamn dead whore. <laughs> That's not a bad Brian Cox. <laughs> oh, hell, give me the goddamn soap. <laughs> Drunk enough to kick your ass. <laughs> Uh, well, that wraps up our 31 days of Halloween. Yeah, we I gave was, you a... I was pleased with mine. I, yeah, I, like I said, I only had the one stinker. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a, a month well spent. Nice. Uh, yeah, Ghost uh, with the, off of their new EP, Square Hammer, is going to play us out since this isn't a normal episode. Right. Sorry, Reg. We'll hear from you again soon. Don't we'll worry. We'll uh, Yeah, uh, stay tuned. Uh on this same channel for a new Radio Lono uh, tribute to the late great Leonard Cohen uh, also stay tuned for a We Belong Dead Nightmare on Elm Street retrospective uh, I'm going to go ahead and say probably pretty much hosted by Aaron probably uh, yeah. <laughs> but it should be great and yeah, um, yeah. and then uh, our uh, Ghostbusters uh, the the um, We Belong Dead uh, GDGB special. Yeah. Goddamn Ghostbusters Uh special. um, Where not only are you going to hear our perspectives, but I've reached out to uh, friends whose uh, um, reviews of uh, taste in films uh, run the gamut, and I I, I vouch for each one of them. Yeah. Uh, So we're going to have four or five other uh, perspectives on on what was the Ghostbusters debacle. Uh, coming up soon so yeah a lot of stuff in the works and uh, you can check us out on Facebook We Belong Dead join the group on uh, Gmail We Belong Dead Pod at gmail.com yeah Instagram We Belong Dead Pod yep uh, I'm Mo- Lono Mojo on Instagram uh, Ian is IMM1987 yep and uh, yeah I think that's about it we'll be gearing up for our year end or uh to look back at who we lost in 2016 yeah so yeah a lot of uh irons in the fire but get in touch with us let you know let us know what you want to hear what you don't want to hear anymore um we're always interested in feedback so please uh continue to watch continue to hit share and ian you've never really taken us out so why don't you uh why don't you wrap it up for us well let's raise a glass to a new world of gods and monsters. <laughs>